Hey. It is the hideout tonight. Glad to see you here. I honestly forgot. Hefe, how you doing? I'm going to go ahead and go down to the restroom. I'll be back in a How's my minutes. band? How's the band? All right. Big news going on today, Hefe. A tearful Britney Spears was on last night at Dateline. Uh, she is looking a little heavy on there. I don't know if you saw it. She was crying and looking a little fat. Honestly, it kind of looked like uh, C-Lane being hit with a super soaker. Our intern. Sing, bitch. That's actually what they say to Britney. That's what K-Fed says. Sing, bitch. I need more money. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I know that we're going to have the Britney audio in just a second. Second. Speaking of Britney, Hefe, her husband, K-Fed, uh, very excited about Father's Day he is. He's uh, very excited coming up this Sunday. <clears throat> Actually, his little baby is promising a mold of, the ash- of an ashtray out of the uh, crevice in his dented head. Ah, from dropping him. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, my goodness. We have a uh, case of Michelob Light to give to you. Brought to you by Here's Two Beer.com. Must be 21 or older to win. I did not realize that. So even K Fed is going to be a celebrating Father's Day this weekend. Of course. Got a lot of stuff to get to, Hefe, though. A study released by the government shows that black adults can hear better than white adults. Oh, this is going to end poorly. Why? I, it, it, I just find it very surprising because they never seem to listen anytime a redneck yells, Get away from my my sister! I thought it was going to be daughter. I work on the fly. Let's hear it for the band! Then zip it! Oh, hey now! Alright, Dubs, can we start the show, please? There's a lot we got to get to. I'd really like... In fact, uh, some shocking news that we learned in the office... Before we get to any of that, Hefei, the oldest condom has been found. It dates actually back to 1640, complete, with directions written in Latin. Uh, actually, oddly enough, on the uh, directions was written, For the love of God, KFED, please use me. All KFED tonight. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. Thank you, you're a wonderful crowd. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the and questioning monologues. of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? Hey, Hefe, good to see you. Ah, uh, what's new? Just walked up? in here. Ah, yeah. Uh, I wish I had. From now on, I'm gonna be late on Fridays. I'll just just so I don't jinx. No, 7:15, I'll be here. Uh, I am Hefe. That is Dubs. This is your hideout on a Friday night where we open up the doors for you to come in and visit at 10 o'clock. But in the meantime. Uh, do be part of the show via the phone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Uh, Tommy Bateman, our director, is here. Matt Albert screens your phone calls. Third Mike and Ryder. Current boyfriend as the two of them wave. 
But wait a second, there may be another Chunks Corolla. Breaking news about him, apparently. Um, our executive producers here and the interns, the unpaid producers. Who don't have girlfriends. So, uh, ironically enough. Uh, Dub's a lot to get to on this uh, on this Friday night. The Britney audio we'll get to in moments. First of all, a couple of things that we talked about last night that we'll be executing this evening include a teacher who got in trouble because uh, they gave an assignment mm-hmm. to the class to say where their classmates will be in 20 years. Well, they actually ended up reading it out loud, and it hurt a lot of feelings. Yeah, because a lot of people can be mean during that kind of thing. We will be doing that tonight. Last We're in ni- trouble. Last night we drew names, and tonight I have a feeling it's going to get very ugly. Mm. Um, feelings will probably be hurt as we reveal where we think each other will be in the next 20 years. Also, a bit of a Father's Day tribute. Designer babies uh, are on the verge of being the new trend. A lot of uh, families are coming over from overseas to America, Mm -hmm. take advantage of our great medical system so that they can decide whether or not they want a boy or a girl. Yeah, Uh, so they can keep the baby or not. The Chinese want uh, boys. boys. Mm -hmm. Apparently Canadians want girls. So, And we're almost on that way where they call it consumer eugenics. So tonight, each of us in the hideout, we're going to call our dads on Father's Day and ask them what they would change about us. Well, not all of them. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Matt Albert, your, uh, your dad? Daddy's absent. Apparently he wasn't picking up when I was calling him. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> For the last ten years. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you saw your dad? Saw? Yeah, saw him face-to-face. Uh, I think I saw him in a movie theater a couple years ago. Oh, my God. 28 Days Later came out. (laughs) Did did you guys go together or did you just run into him? Uh, Tell him the story, Matt. I was sitting down with Mute Rob and his mom, and I saw this big black guy coming towards me. The theater was already dark. And what did you feel when you saw a big black guy coming towards you? I was a little scared because he was bald. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it turns out it was my dad because he leaned over and said, say hi to your mom for me. Oh, you're my my dad. Oh, and that was it? Yeah. And he just walked out with his big yellow shirt. (laughs) Happy Father's Day then. Oh, that's not uncomfortable at all. Ouch. Well, we'll continue to see if we can get a hold of your father so he can participate in our fun little uh, self-esteem destroying game this evening. I don't think uh, Matt has a lot left to be destroyed. No, not at all. Plus, all kinds of news stories we want to get to uh, in addition to the open door policy at 10. And I don't want to talk about it now, Mm -hmm. but just really quickly. uh, One of the part-time engineers up here, Foxy, we've had her on the show before. We Mm -hmm. talked about her poor taping habits. Uh, in the office, apparently let it slip. She said something about Chunks having a girlfriend. What? Chunks now, having a what? A what? What? Now I don't know anything about this, and I tried to ask her more. Mm-hmm. She immediately shut up and said that she was Chunks' girlfriend, which is a lie. I know, even though they do flirt constantly with yes. each other. So I don't know. If this is true, I don't know what's going on. We're confused. I gotta say this, a little disappointed. Our world's been turned upside down. If this is true, I'm disappointed that Chunks feels like he couldn't come to us and tell us, hey. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Now, I've noticed that he shaved, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that means anything, 
or is he trying to steal Matt Albert's bit of having of being a new boyfriend? Yeah, maybe maybe he's setting this whole thing up. We're gonna find out though. So regardless, we will try to get to the bottom of this a little bit later on because it is somewhat shocking news, Dobbs. Uh, first though, let's talk to our friend. Uh, he's a schizophrenic private pile. Kane, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's going on? Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, who are we talking to, Private Pile or Kane? This is Pile. Hey, Pile. How's it going, Pile? Hey, can we say hi to Kane real fast? Yeah, hold on, I have to do do my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Kane. Hey, Kane, how you doing? How you doing, Kane? Pretty good. I, I I'm still coming down. I got some. I, sorry about my f phone and it has an echo. Do you want me to call back? No, <laughs> we don't hear an echo. You're fine. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I, I haven't called because I got, uh, oh, oh, that's probably Pyle talking to me, so. Yeah. Um, I got an inheritance from one of our relatives. Oh, how much, wow. How much money did you get, Kane? Um, it's, it's pretty much up there. I'd say, uh, about, uh, over a hundred thousand. Wow. Well, holy Christ. Kane, so, Kane, hold on. Kane, how are you going to spend that money? Well, there's this, uh, catch. It went right to an, uh, investment thing, so I'm, I'm trying pile. to, uh, Get a lawyer and to get the money and. Uh, well, no, no, but let me ask you, Kane. How would you spend the money? Oh well, I, I want to get an Escalade. No, that's, that makes sense. Obviously. All right, let me talk to Pyle for a second. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> hey, Pyle here. What's up, guys? Pyle, how would you spend the inheritance that Kane just told us about over a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, Kane. He wants to Escalade because uh, he's. He, but what? He's, uh, but what does Pyle want? People, uh, Messing with him on the road and everything. Yeah, no, but yeah, but what does what does Pyle want? What do you want, buddy? I I don't know yet. Actually, I I want a lot of things. So um, name one. I'd say just uh, uh a new car too. All right. So that both of you have want a new car. But do you want an Escalade? Yeah, I do too. Also. Oh okay. right, well, that's gonna work out handy then if both of you guys want an Escalade. I tell you but what. I Actually, actually, I also want, and uh, besides uh, either a car, is I I want to move down to uh, Florida, you know, to be uh, near you guys. Well, here's what I think. We would love for that. I think it'd be great, and I believe Chunks is looking for a roommate. Well, actually, it, w it works out is where my living's taken care of, and so I could, you know, we could get I could get a couple rooms or something. And uh, all right, I tell you what, let's hold on. Uh -huh. And I want to get your phone number. Matt Albert's going to get your phone number so we can call you back a little bit later on. Okay, sure. Yeah, sorry I haven't called recently. I've just been busy with all this uh, news and stuff. So. No problem, Pyle. Uh, can we uh, can we talk to Kane real quick and just say bye? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Okay. Hey, guys, this is Kane. Hey, uh, we just wanted to say bye real quick. Hey. Can we talk to Pyle again? Yeah, sure. Hold all on. Right. Yeah, Pyle here. Hey, Pyle, thanks. All right, we just wanted to say bye to both of you guys. Hold on, we're going to get your number so we can call you back, all right? Okay, sure. Good talking to you guys. All right, you too, buddy. There's a buddy, Private Pyle Kane, schizophrenic, and split personality disorder. Anything you, you know. Yeah, he says anything he, you throw at him. He says he has it. Mm -hmm. Dubs, you want to start with a very brief clip from Brittany last night on yes. Dateline? Brittany last night on Dateline. Um, here we go. We'll start with this one. What? Hold on. I thought, did somebody lose the game? What happened? <laughs> Here we go. Although she's not desperate, she's a housewife through and through. I like to cook, um, try to cook, and I like to clean. That's I clean and I'm obsessive like that, and I like to, um, if I watch TV, I do watch the home, the uh, redoing the house, right. whole thing. 
and I get uh, into on. like redoing my lips. Does she not know how to formulate a scent? <laughs> Does she not know like makeover or mm -hmm. refurbish or remodel? Hey, she just told. She just knows she likes to clean. She doesn't know how to express herself about it. Redoing the right. house, whole thing, and I get into like redoing my living room and the baby's room and all that so stuff. So do you clean the house by yourself? Yes, I have a maid that comes once a week, but she slacks a little bit. <laughs> But um, so, so if I'm, I were to come here and ring the doorbell by surprise, I would be I could cleaning, vacuuming, doing the toilets, doing the laundry, everything. Mm-hmm. See, there's a side of you we didn't know. Oh, honey, I that is the real me, honey. I <laughs> what the hell? What? Oh, honey, I that is the real me, honey. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, you didn't. You know me. What the hell happened to her? She's talking normally. Oh, damn! All right, other than K-Fed, what happened to her? We got more of that next and a lot uh, a lot of other stuff, including your phone calls. Friday Night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hell yeah! Friday Night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's hard for me to believe that this is the same chick. Oh, honey, that is the real me, honey. Oh, honey, that is the real me, honey. Yeah! Right, that is absolutely like the worst. That's Britney Spears from Dateline last night. Mm -hmm. And that's before she got all into the tear mode. All right, what else you got over there, Doug? Uh, this is Britney on her son. Tell me about him. Describe him a little bit for me. I love to hear mothers describe their children. We'll make this that's interview creepy. about um, other stuff now. That's okay. okay. I that's love right. my son, and, you know, that's great. And I wanted to touch on some things with my husband because of the tabloids, but I try to keep my baby out of this whole thing. I don't even understand what that means. She doesn't want to talk about her baby. She wants to talk about her husband. Does she? Yes. So here is Brittany talking about K-Fed. get the sense, Brittany, that, that people are rooting against this marriage? And I don't mean just the magazine editors. I mean people. Um, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. If they are, then I think that's sad. Oh, I think everybody are. should be pro-love, you know. And I know it sounds so silly, but I feel like love conquers all. I know that sounds like, but it does. One of the magazines asked the question on the cover. It said, can this marriage be saved? And then they went on and answered their own question and said, we hope not. <laughs> what magazine was that? It's here somewhere, I think. <laughs> Can she work it out with Kevin? We hope mm. not. Like I said, I try not to respond to trash. <laughs> what do you see in him? What is it about she Kevin that makes you trash? Like yeah, I try not to pay attention to trash unless I, I just I sleep have a with commitment it. to it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just spread for it. Oh, and breed it. What is it about Kevin that makes you love him? It's very simple. Women complicate everything. <laughs> He's so simple. His simplicity and just... Uh, hold on. I love him because he's a retard. I, uh, if my chick ever said, uh, I love you because you're simple... I would smack her across the face. That would be the last thing. thing you know, two plus two is simple. It's nothing you love. Mm-hmm. And do you honestly believe love conquers all? No. Not at all. Well, you can love someone, but you get screwed over and that love does not conquer it. If it's you against the love does not, as much as uh, the fairy, and that's the thing, she's living in a fairy tale world. <laughs> with the ogre. With the, just the, uh, the Jar Jar Binks of uh, rapping. This is my husband, the simpleton. 
What is it about Kevin that makes you love him? It's very simple. What? Women complicate everything. He's so simple. His simplicity and just... He's like a, a boy. He just, you know, and he's, he cares. He cares so much. And his... Okay, hold on. Now, if you just isolated it from... <laughs> You're a boy. If you just isolated it from... He's so simple, and then ended it at, he's like a boy. You'd be thinking she's running someone down. Exactly. Could you imagine if your chick said that about you? <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't care. But you got to figure she doesn't love you. And there's a difference of saying that to your mother, of why you love your husband, and saying that to Matt Lauer on Dateline. Pump him up a little bit. He's ta No, he's talented. You know what I mean? There's nothing there about no. talent. Nothing about him being a good dad. Being a great conversationalist. I know whenever you go on to like virtualpursuit.com or match.com, uh, one of the things they ask, what are you looking for? Simple. Yeah. Just the most, you know what? Give me a Down syndrome, kid. I'll marry it right now. It's just all about simplicity. I like to look in his beady eyes and find love. He's like a, a boy. He just, you know, and he's he cares. He cares so much. And his his heart is awesome. He has a really big heart. <laughs> I would have almost forgiven her if at the end she said something else and we yeah. had to beep it. Yeah. And if that's why you said you love him, then fine. Then I understand at that point. <laughs> and maybe that's just their code word. Maybe that's what she calls it. His heart. <laughs> and that's it. All right. The next one is if she thinks uh, Kevin will leave her. You know, so much was, was written and said about the way the relationship began between you and Kevin. Not as much about the way it began, but the timing of it beginning. That he left his girlfriend when she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. I think six months pregnant, Char was. Did that bother you? Did, did you stop and think, wait a second, that, that's a very delicate situation? Actually, I didn't know. I didn't. You got played by this retard, and now you don't think he's going to play you right back when you didn't sign a prenup. <laughs> EJ from the U ba uh, says that uh, KFET says, baby, my heart's enlarged. <laughs> He's a Grinch. He grew four sizes when he met her. A very delicate situation. Actually, I didn't know. I didn't know until you know, two months later. But I don't blame him because him and his friends, I've talked to his friends about this. They weren't... They weren't um, technically together when he came to me anyways. Yeah, you talk to his friends about it. His friends are going to lie their ass off because she, he is with Britney Spears. Why would his friends block him like that? Look, here's the thing. He I was doing both of you. I don't know the fascination over her, but it, she completely deserves everything that she gets oh, from yeah. henceforth. And it's going to be so much fun watching the two I of hope them. this baby only has three fingers. It's going to wa Total. watching them spiral out of control. And watch him move on to the next girl. It's just going to be fantastic. I'm hoping it's conjoined twins. They weren't um, technically together when he came to me anyways. They were, you know, apart. But um, that happened with Julia Roberts, too. But it's more... What is she talking Julia Roberts, are you looking at movies or something and saying, hey, pretty woman worked out, didn't it? Huh? Ever seen it? So she's, she's rationalizing with Julia Roberts? She's a big fan of Best Friend's Wedding. And, uh, <laughs> right. It was so simple. It was a simple movie. And I like simple. They weren't um, technically together when he came to me anyways. They were, 
you know, technically apart. But um, that happened with Julia Roberts too. But it's more talked about and more an, of an issue with me. Like her husband was married and had kids when they first got together. But for some reason, you bitch. Leave her out of it. Why are you throwing Julia Roberts under the bus? Here's the thing. I didn't even know that about Julia no. Roberts. I had no clue. Everybody knows it. No, they don't. They know about you, and that's all they have to do, deal with. Don't be throwing Julia Roberts under the bus. I'm sure Julia Roberts, who's out of the public eye, probably yeah. feels like she got got away with one, is sitting there. And then you bring up her man-jawed love. On a Thursday night, watching Dateline NBC for a good <laughs> laugh like the rest of us. <laughs> do, you and she's she, like, do you think she just jumped up out of her seat? What the? Yeah, and just throwing things to the TV. How dare you? How dare you? and had kids when they first got together but for some reason it's like boom in your face when it happens with me and it's really none of anybody's business Brittany is referring to julia roberts relationship with husband danny motor who was married when they met but did not have any children you said to me a couple of times already so she was wrong yeah, she was <laughs> so not only is right, she being lied to by k-fed she's being uh she misinterprets everything else going on in here's, the world here's what i hope happens i hope julia roberts sues, sues her yeah sues her but did not have any children you said to me a couple of times already today you believe in karma mm -hmm. and as someone who is now several months pregnant do you ever stop and think you know he left someone else when she was a couple of months pregnant. Oh, oh no. yes! Oh, oh no, I found little karma in the toilet. How do you even think of that? The toilet looks like Kool-Aid. I found karma. Kar like karma Federline Spears. Oh, you know, that's evil. He left someone else when she was a couple of months pregnant. Does that ever cross your mind? No, because mm -mm, we're very happy together. Okay, right the other girl thought that too! Yeah. Double A in the 386, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Again, this is Brittany from last night on Dateline. We got Double A. I was going to say the only way she would deserve everything she gets from here on out is if that included a punch in the trachea to end her singing career. I'd hope. Uh, I don't think she's singing again anyway. All the menthol she's smoking and all the babies she's pushing out. I thought we had that in a clip later on where she talks about what she wants to do. Uh, there is a clip somewhere where she talks about how she wants to... And a couple, she wants to take care of her boo boos, and then uh, get back into singing in a couple of years. Nothing That's... better than a forty-five-year-old making a comeback. Yeah. Uh, here is Kevin talking about Britney. Oh, nice. Kevin talked about how he's been misunderstood. I have feelings and and hurt and happy, sad, cry, fight, all that, everything. What is this, okay. uh, this this crazy Cajun redneck talk we're listening to? Right, here's, what the great, <laughs> here's what's great about this, though. How you're such an animal, your thing is just reminding people I'm human. <laughs> you know? I am uh, human, even though I don't act like one. I do have feelings. I put my pants on one leg at a time. Just any old cliche. Mm-hmm. I have feelings and, and hurt and happy, sad, cry, fight, all that, everything. Cancer, hopefully. It's, it's no different than nobody else. And as for those tabloid taunts that he's a gold digger, Kevin maintains he's his own man. I've been paying for everything out of my pocket. Everything. And although Britney is clearly the by liar, my, liar, liar. And by my pocket, he just means Britney's. Yeah. That's it. Her pocket's my pocket. You could even, uh, if you rewind it for a second, you can even hear 
the dirt stash lie. <laughs> like he changes his tone, and you can just hear when can, a dirt stash is lying, he, he has it in that tone. You can see his eyes squint. It's the same. I wish we had it, and it was easily accessible. Remember the dirt stash from To Catch a Predator on yeah. his line? And when he started lying about he wasn't there to get that girl, mm-hmm. it's that same dirt stash tone, I'm telling you. Kevin maintains he's his own man. I've been paying for everything out of yeah. my pocket. Everything. It's and like although this, Brittany on, is clearly wanna... the breadwinner in this family... I, it, I, sorry, just to analyze it here for a second. Yeah. It's like this kind of a lower thing, and I guarantee he's kind of looking down a little yeah. bit. Not directly into the eyes. That's what I'm saying. He's squinting. He's not making eye contact anymore. Yeah, he's just like looking like he's deep in thought. I've been paying everything my own uh, my own pocket. Oh yeah, baby, I've been tested. <laughs> yeah, every six months. You just don't want to know the uh, outcome. Yeah, it's uh, the swab. Positive. Good, and although right? Brittany is clearly the breadwinner in this family, she's well aware just how important it is for her husband to pull his own weight. You know, he has children. Well, he can't pull yours anymore, you fat bitch. And although Brittany is clearly the breadwinner in this family, Not a lot on a she's well aware just how important it is for her husband to pull his own weight. You know, he has children now that he, you know, with me that he... He had them before! <laughs> but with her, so it's important because they're with her. Oh, These my... are whiter. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> These have Therefore, fair tones. Worth more on the black market. Mm-hmm. Important it is for her husband to pull his own weight. You know, he has children now that he, you know, with me that he, he wants to. <laughs> I love the backtracking because she's like, she never takes into account the other kids. She never has in her life. It's all about her. It's all about her and K-Fed and those kids. Well, maybe they didn't really exist like Ju- the Julia Roberts ones don't. Yeah, true. Important it is for her husband to pull his own weight. You know, he has children now that he, you know, with me that he he wants to support and not just let it be all me. You know, he's a man. And so I think it's very important to him that he is doing his own thing. Do you think there's a sense out there, Brittany, that some people... Didn't you just say he was a boy earlier? Yeah. I'm just wondering. Man. Flip, flop. Man. And so I think it's very important to him that he is doing his own thing. Do you think there's a sense out there, Brittany, that some people who love you and have watched you grow up, go through the pop princess years and and into young adulthood, get some feeling that he's not good enough for you? Oh, that would hurt me for anybody to say that. Um, You know, that's that would be horrible for someone to say that because I love him and that's all that matters. Mm. So no self-worth. No. No self-worth at all. Uh, is there anyone else, their demise is going to be more entertaining than this? 407-916-1041, Do you want to keep on going with the next one? Well, we got to take a break. Okay. But I do want to know if there's anyone else. I want to think about it. Honestly. George Bush. Well, that was when I thought, like, what would happen after the presidency? Or even during. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It may hop off that wagon, which has been alleged. But is there anyone else that it would be a little, like, just as much fun to watch? Like Ooh. an Angelina Jolie or a Jennifer Aniston, maybe? I don't know. I, there, there's rarely a person that was this huge that drops this fast. I mean, It is and, tough and, to have happen. And for those of you who are a little bit older than us... Is this kind of like the whole Elizabeth Taylor thing, where she's now on Larry King selling costume jewelry? (laughs) 
It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, I'm loving this. Love to watch people fall off their pedestal. Yeah. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs, just going over this uh, Britney audio from last night. And I was just honestly thinking to myself, will there be anyone else that it will be just as much fun to watch their demise? Chris in the 407, what do you got, Chris? Um, Tom Cruise. Ooh, Who? Our, Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, and Tom, he, and he does look like he's right about about to uh, tip over that yeah. edge. I think that, that's a good one, Chris. I gotta say, um, it seems very much like he his handlers are too good. Really? You I, think you think he's uh, he, they can't keep control of him? Really? But here's the thing: he always goes right to that edge, but never falls over. Never quite falls over. I just think there's such a love affair with this guy from the 80s that it's really, really hard for America to let go of him and write him completely off. You know, people love the man, and you, you put up with a lot of stuff that you love. You know, you got Tom Tom Cruise. You got you know hits like Top Gun. Mm-hmm. All the right moves. The one about the right, Days of Thunder. Cocktail. Nah, I don't know about that. Cocktail was beautiful. Tim in the 407. What's up, Tim? Hey, how you guys doing? He said call about a contest. I'm calling. Beat it. Scram. Beat it. What was that, Matt? You screened that when you gave it a B. <laughs> you gave that call a B when you screened it? Oh, I, I meant to hit F. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is the one. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly would be nice. And you know it's going to happen. And so. he's run so close to the edge as well. You know, with the whole sex scandal thing. That thing almost took him out. But he was uh, smart enough to pony up the money and get rid of it. And just, just shut like, her up. Just like a uh, high school pregnancy, you pony up the money and you pony up the ride. Uh, you got any more you audio? never talk to her again. Yeah. Uh, here's Brittany on her new clothesline. I have um, a baby clothesline. That's what's becoming out. And it's called Baby Soul Rock and Roll. It's all inflatable, so when you drop the son of a bitch, it doesn't get hurt. I have um, a baby clothesline. That's what's becoming out. And it's called Baby Soul Rock and Roll. And um, You're designing all the... All designing the... everything. There's two separate um, categories. There's the more elite line, and there's the rock and roll part, too. Um, but it's the cutest stuff you've ever seen in your life. Rock you like part business, two. don't you? Mm-hmm, yeah. I like money. <laughs> I hate her so much. This is going to be so much fun. Baby, so I can You got any more over there, Dubs? Uh, yeah, here is Brittany on being strong. She has to be strong with K-Ped. Do you think you would have had second thoughts about pursuing this career? Um, no, I have no regrets. I love where I'm at right now, and actually I find everything happens for a reason, and the reason why maybe this is happening is I won't take BS from anyone, and I think it's making me stand out on my own and be very independent and fight for what I believe in, whereas before I was a young blonde girl who would do what she was told. And I know who yeah, I am as a person. Yeah. All right, hold on. Here's, all right, I now understand. I now understand this whole thing is a rebellion. Mm-hmm. K-Fed is rebellion, just like, I can't believe we didn't think of this earlier, just like any hot chick who dates a dirt stash, mm-hmm. it is to piss their parents off, that is all this is. I thought how, that was genetics. How did I not see that earlier? Because you know her mom pressured her into the whole career, who even knows if she really wanted it, mm-hmm. and this is her way of getting back at her mother... By being with K-Fed. It's not even about the love or the relationship. 
It is literally a way to get back at mom. And just having two kids back to back is putting icing on the cake for. With the guy who she's going to be tied yeah. with forever. Yeah, there's no getting away from him now. Am I wrong about this? or is this? It sounds correct. I'll go with it. I'll run with it all day long. I think it's uh, genius. And fight for what I believe in, whereas before I was a young blonde girl who would do what she was told. And I know who I am as a person. And I'm getting damn strong. <laughs> Anytime yeah, you someone... have to because your fat ass has to stand up from that couch every day. And you're like Pat Robertson, you can uh, bench press or squat 2,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. When someone says, hey, I'm a strong person, I know who I am now, you know they have no idea what's going on in life, and they're None. just as lost as they have always been. Yeah, there's no real explanation there. They're just screaming, I'm strong, That's to scream it. That's when someone's trying to justify a bad decision. Yeah. I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. You don't know me. You don't know who I am. Greg in the 407. What's up, Greg? Hey, first thing uh, I want to say, Matt Lauer as a journalist should be embarrassed for throwing mm. softball questions like that. Like, it, like I, obviously he doesn't listen to her because if he had heard what I just heard, he would have been asked, "Is this all part of a rebellion toward your parents?" Well, secondly, Britney Spears needs to listen to whoever the, whoever used to tell her what to do. She needs to start listening to that again. Maybe and, maybe she does need to go back to mom. Maybe that's what she's got to do. You're right. And the last thing, uh, did you, uh, the little bit that I did catch of it last night, when uh, Matt Lauer asked her about the state of her marriage, did you guys notice that she really wasn't kind of looking at the camera and she was kind of dodging around it? She just didn't come out and say, everything's great. I don't know why they're printing it. Everything's great between us. She's kind of bobbed her head and just kept looking around and wouldn't look at him. I, I noticed that the from the video that I saw online, Greg. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bob. And uh, do you want to get into the stuff we got into a little bit yesterday? With uh, when Matt Lauer's trying to make her cry? Yeah. Well, I think that's the best part of the whole thing. All right, well, we'll do that when we come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrap it up, Hour 1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs told me to do the commercial break. Paris Hilton will be a fun one to watch her yeah. demise. I've been waiting for it. It doesn't look like it's going to happen uh, for at least a few years. How did you rebel against your parents? Since, obviously, Britney's rebelling against hers with uh, K-Fed. You know, was I, yours the whole insane clown posse thing? No, I think it was more of the weed smoking and uh, shroom eating thing that I went through for a while. Hmm. And still I'm going through. I hate you, Mom. That's part of it. I went, Mine was with my hair. Mm-hmm. I was forced to have the same haircut, the exact same haircut, uh, probably for 16 years. And finally, my you know it's my dad's fault. He let me get a flat top, and ever since then, it's just been uh, out of control. Dreadlocks. I can't imagine you with a flat top. It was hot. Sure was, Ice Man. Those were my Josh Hartnett days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to wrap up with this, the uh, meaty part of the uh, interview? Yeah, this is uh, Brittany breaking down. They managed to snap a picture that didn't cast you in the best light. Oh, of course. That is their job, and they do a very good job at it. When you were driving with Sean on your lap, did it uh, clearly... And it seems like that that driving incident was from, like, here was, like, five minutes away. Starbucks is, like, like right there. I can't go anywhere without someone judging me, you know. I did it with my dad. I'd sit in his lap and I'd drive. We're country. That's what, you know what I mean? But what happened, though, it crossed from a paparazzi incident to next day, it's in the newspapers, and you've got all these legitimate people weighing in, saying, you know what? That's dangerous. And she put her child... It is dangerous. That's the whole whole point of it. I know everybody went through it as a kid, 
We all did it. We all rode like in the uh, driver's seat when our dads were drinking. But we aren't saying our dads are the smartest people in the world. Now, you know there are a lot of kids today, though, who have no recollection of that. Yeah. I think ours is probably the last generation. Or hell, maybe even the first. That oh, no. No. That whole drinking while driving thing? No, no. I know my dad went through it, too. With your grandfather? Yep. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he, uh, that's where he learned it from him. Okay. And she put her child at risk. You saw the questions that were being asked. Is Brittany a bad mom? Mm-hmm. It's not like, did Brittany record a bad song? Mm-hmm. Is Brittany wearing a bad outfit? Is Brittany in a bad marriage? Yeah. Is Brittany a bad mom? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's America for you. <laughs> oh. yeah, as a mother, that oh. has to be pretty close to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes you really strong. Make you weep? Oh, I've wept. Yeah. I've definitely wept just with the world, you know, how judgmental they are. But I know a... Do you notice that she's trying to be deep? She's really trying to reach deep and uh, touch everybody in their soul. It's just not working out for her. Everybody just stares at her like a, like a dog looking at a TV, head turned. Yeah, I've definitely wept just with the world, you know, <laughs> how judgmental they are. But I know what kind of mom I am. What do you think it'll take to get the paparazzi to leave you alone? Death. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you know, Brittany? I'm hungry. (laughs) Piggy's weeping. Is that one of your biggest wishes? Knock it home, Lauer. For a cupcake? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. I would like for them to leave me alone. If you could talk to them as individuals, not as a group. What would you say to him? Feed me. I would just say that you have babies at home, and you have you have a wife, and if you don't, you have to realize that we're people, and that we need to, we just need privacy, and we need our respect, and, and those are things that you have to have as a human being. I was an idiot. All right. Well, that's fun. Oh, Brittany. Don't let Matt Lauer get to you. Brittany, no. No. Count the dents on her head. <laughs> Somebody got dropped again. That makes 15. Oh, there's nothing worse than a baby crying. I now I understand why you shake them. <laughs> now I understand why you just shake them until they're... Uh, Son of a bitch! It didn't want to see the Da Vinci Code! But everyone should go see it. It's the Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. Kicking off hour two of the Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Alright, all you boys, uh, you got your fathers ready for Father's Day? As, I rather, do. as ready as I'm going to be. Did no. you get your dad anything? No. At all? 
Yeah, he's going to be out of town anyway, so it's not really even going to reach him. Did you call him. You talk to your dad, uh, Tommy? Yeah. And he's going to be on the air with us? Are you, are you scared at all when we ask our dad? Because I called my dad and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to have you on the air. And I want you to think about it and, and answer honestly, how would you change me if you could? Because just going back to the story about designer babies and everything like that, and I told him to be honest... And now I worry, because I know all of us have father issues as it is, so to be able to hear our dad exactly say what it is about us that disappoints him yeah. will be kind of, um... Douche chill! It'll be great to hear what your dad wants to change about you, Tommy, and what your dad wants to change about you, Dubs. Maybe we'll just yeah. stop it when it's time for my dad and me. It'll be very insightful, though. I, I'm actually kind of excited about it. Is anybody else doing it? Did you ever get a hold of your dad? Matt? No. I tried calling him during the break. Didn't answer. Is it going straight to voicemail or is it ringing? It's straight to voicemail. All right, well, maybe he's, um... Maybe he's dead right now. He has the worst voicemail message, by the way. Maybe he's what vis- is it? visiting his kid in jail. Hello. You've reached the blank, blank residence. Just his dumb speech. I hate him. Um. I say that with love, though. Uh, let's go to uh, Lance in the 407. What's up, Lance? Hey, I think you're dogging Brittany way too hard here, man. Why is that? Well, you figure. She was a young girl at the time. She made all these hits albums. She made her top. And now she's friggin' wants to go on and make herself a mom. And now the media is pressing all this crap on her. I think they need to just let her go and friggin' let her be a mom. Here's, no way. Here's the thing. Uh, when when all that paparazzi was working out to her advantage, you didn't hear her complaining. Of course not. Now, when she's not getting anything out of it and she's just getting hassled, and, oh, she don't want any part of it. And if she just married some average schlub and literally went off mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere, you could understand. Yeah, but the, this K-Fed puts himself out in the public eye. She keeps herself in the public eye. They're a couple of attention whores. And uh, it would be actually her worst day if... If uh, people stop caring. Steve in the 407. What's up, Steve? Hey, I got a theory about the whole Britney thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the paparazzi, they're giving her a lot of problems. So I think the only way to save that marriage (laughs) is to say go to J-Dubs and see him at Fair and Fireworks for Zoom or two on Saturday. I knew as soon as I heard the voice, this is a bad setup. That is right. Uh, Anybody having a relationship problem or problem with uh, the media... Come on out to Phantom Fireworks tomorrow. I'll be out there from noon to two. It's in Daytona Beach. Come hang out with me. Food, fun, more. And hideout t-shirts, a new edition. I'll have five of them out there. You need a hideout heretic card to get one, though. All right. Hey, do you want to get any of the dads on the phone now? Yeah, we can call my dad. I, I told my dad I'd give him a heads up first, so I'm not going to be able, I don't know if I'm going to get him on now. Dial up my dad, see if he, uh, he answers. All right, again, here's the news story um, that made me think of this. Essentially, that the wealthy are coming to the U.S. to choose the baby sex. And in the future, um, parents are going to be able to choose their baby's hair color, eye color, the potential to grow tall enough to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, the consumer eugenics, designing your perfect baby. And so I figure for Father's Day, what a... You know, better chance the, for our dads uh, than them to express their disappointment. Do you hope it's going to be something you'd already changed about yourself, or are you hoping for something new? New and exciting that you didn't know was wrong with you? 
I don't know. On one level, I'm afraid to hear what my dad uh, would want to change about me. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. I do, too, and I don't even know your dad. I have a few ideas. What are they? Well, he always said he uh, he always got on you about your weight, so I think maybe that would be one of them, and the other one would be career path. See, I don't think he minds the career path Oh, he so doesn't? Much. It was I... more of your grandpa not liking it? Oh, yeah, my grandfather hated it. I know what my dad's going to say. It's going to be very boring. Is He's going to wish you'd played the guitar, isn't he? <laughs> <sighs> I didn't even think of that one. Maybe, but I know it's going to be... I wouldn't change anything except maybe him call me and come visit me sometime. I Why know that's don't exactly you? what it's going to be. He does live in Florida. It's very far away. No, it's like an hour and a half. No, it's like three and a half. That's nothing. That's a long... I'm not spending the night there. That's nothing for blood, my friend. All right. Unless I need it, it is. <laughs> All right, that Dubs, your dad's on the phone right here. All right. Uh, let's welcome uh, Daddy Dubs into the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Happy Father's Day, sir. Hey, Dad. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Is this the hey, first? Hey, hey, and it's Papa Dubs. Papa, Papa Dubs. Dubs. Is this the first time we've had uh, your father on the show? With you on, actually, uh, on the first I, first I've edition of the hideout, uh, the uh, treehouse. He called in. Oh, uh, back in yep. DC. So this mm-hmm. is the first time I've ever talked to your dad. Yeah. All right, that's shocking. That's kind of uh, interesting to think about. We, we've had my mom on a few times. Uh, and she's always a hit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. She tends to be drunk sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's ask uh, Papa Dubs. All right, Dad, do you mind if I pose a question to him? You do what you want, uh, All right, Dad. Uh, if you could change anything about me or if uh, there's anything that disappointed you about me, what would it be? Oh, man. <laughs> Where do I start? Um. <laughs> I, I have a feeling he's being honest. What's that? I have a, fe- I have a feeling you're being honest. Well, I, I, I don't lie. Um, well, you know, always worried me him growing up, you know, he, he, you know. What so, about me growing up? Well, you, you know. <laughs> no, I, mean, no, I don't. I, I, hold I don't know. <laughs> I hold that second. Um, it's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. We're calling all of our dads to see how we disappointed them or how they would change us. And it sounds right now that your dad's saying something about maybe the way you grew up. What okay, ex- what, what happened when I grew up? Well, you know, I, I just always thought you, you know, you'd, you know, following my footsteps a little more, you know, you know just a little, a little more you know, manly, you know. <laughs> I'm not manly enough. <laughs> All right, so you're a big fruit. Is that the problem? <laughs> Is that what you're? Um, I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe not so much no more, but you know. I I was fruity growing up. I was a little. Well, you know, you you, you know, you, you always wanted to be like your big sister. <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> um, Dubs would play dress up, I suppose. Well, and... you know, she you know she 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 became a cheerleader, and then Justin wanted to be a cheerleader, and I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had no idea about this. Well, you know. I thought, you know. Let me ask you. Now, here's what's ironic, and I don't know if your dad's bitten or not, and it wouldn't surprise me, but have you ever noticed that your son has a little bit of a homosexual streak to him? What? He uh, he, ha- he has a fascination with the male body. He jokes about it a lot. And I make jokes, but that doesn't mean I... Occasionally, like he even admits if to... If I'm going gay, I'm going all the way. <laughs> occasionally, he craves it. I'll give him a hideout Hummer. Does that surprise uh, you at all? Uh, I'm going gay. Does it surprise me? 
Well, you know, my biggest hope is that, you know, at least he'll, he'll become bisexual. <laughs> That'd go right the ass. Okay. I am a gay American. Uh, well, Papa Dubs, I gotta okay. say, is fantastic. Thank I, you, Dad, I guess. I love, Jesus hey, Christ. Go Lions. Yesterday yes. my ass took a oh, pound. Yeah, Kevin three. Oh, right. Ten and three. Yeah, no, that'd be ten and six, wouldn't it? No, whatever. Well, it's still the sixties. The, the, the last three are a toss-up. Well, we're gonna get to ten and three. <laughs> Just like I do, huh? Go from there. All right. Well, there's Dubs' right. dad. Ha- love, love you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Love you too. All right. There we go. But if I can just shove it all in my mouth at once. Okay, I'm that's good enough. <laughs> I'm uh, talking about my hand. Uh, yeah, right. Or cookies. Mm-hmm. Now, Dubs, here is a surprise for us here in the hideout. Uh, joining us on the phone now, in a bit of a shocker in our Father's Day tribute, Matt Albert's dad. Matt Albert's dad is here. Oh, in the now this is going to be interesting. On Real Radio 104.1. Uh, I'll call him Papa Albert. How is that? That's that fine. Works. How are you? Uh, I, well, first of all, I feel like we should introduce ourselves. Yes, uh, I'm J-Dubs. And I am El Hefe, and we host the show that your son is working on. And um, first of all, it's very nice to meet you. Thank you. And what, and what we're doing in the hideout tonight is we're calling, first of all, the fathers, wishing them Happy Father's Day. And then we are asking how they would change their sons for... I don't know if you got a chance to hear it, but for Dubs, for his dad, his dad said that he wished... I wasn't such a fruit, I guess. Yeah, he wished he was a little bit less uh, gay, I suppose, which is kind of odd. For Matt, I know, right? I, I wish that all the time. I think it actually hurts the show. Huh? Um, what about for you, uh, Papa Albert? What would you change about Matthew? Let me see. I, I can't think of anything precisely. Um, I... I just would like to be closer with him, spend more time. I'd just like, with, just like to have more time with him. All right, now that is maybe the nicest thing I've ever heard. Now, Matt has talked... a lot better than uh, wishing he wasn't gay. That's true. That's Matt... a lot nicer. Because Matt... Matt... <laughs> Matt has talked about before that, you know, you guys weren't close growing up. Matt, Matt um, now we term him as the six foot five, 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin. <laughs> yeah, I know it is funny. Now, Thanks, by the Dad. way, by the way, that that laugh is incredibly familiar. Uh, I know where he gets it. Um, now he does have a girlfriend, though, which is uh, very shocking and very uh, very good for him. Uh, we uh, he's become a new person over the last is few weeks. There in Florida. Uh, yes, she is. She's a beautiful young white woman. I don't know if that... <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. I am absolutely serious. Uh, she's a cute young thing. Okay. But uh, is there anything else that you would uh, maybe change about Matthew? Maybe, you know, other than the fact that you guys wish, you know, maybe you could get a little bit closer. Is there anything else that maybe you know about him? Or do you want to ask him anything to maybe... I mean, you guys aren't really being close right now, so maybe uh, we can have a little conversation here. Um, ask him if there's anything that he'd like to change. All right, Matthew, now that's a good one. And this now, this is I almost feel like it's uh, an episode of uh, Maury mm-hmm. or Montel. Matt got your Papa Albert here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Uh, is there anything that you wished that you could have changed? Uh, I don't know. I, I hate these questions. Uh, what? What? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Uh, are you Are you happy? Do you want to brag to your dad about your white girlfriend? Oh, uh, she's really pale. 
<laughs> Pigment not there. Wonderful. Yeah. True white. Um, she's almost shocked. <laughs> are you shocked more about the I'm fact that he... I'm shocked about the girlfriend. Then, Just uh... that he has one? That I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, that's another one, too. I'd have been surprised. Um, well, Papa Albert, it's very uh, very good to have you in the hideout. Um, I hope that even though you guys are further away now, you and Matthew can get closer. Matthew, I really, sure hope so, too. He's growing up, and... Uh, you, you know, he's got himself a white woman, so he's moving up in the world. <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> All right, Papa Albert, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, Matt, that seems like the nicest man in the world. That hey. seems like the most uncomfortable thing in the world. By the way, how old is he, 60? <laughs> yeah, he was in Nam. Get out of here, wow. really? Your dad was in Nam? Yeah. I find it odd that he didn't answer when Matt called on his cell phone, but he, he answered when he called from the station line. Exactly. Actually, he just went on one of those trips. And then I, I just heard this, hey, Dad, it's Matt. <laughs> what did your dad say, Matt? Oh, baby boy! <laughs> no, he didn't. Shut the hell up. Really? Yeah, he does that when I call. If he answered. Maybe his cell phone was in the car. Maybe he wasn't ignoring you like yeah. the past. I bet his car is AC. 15 years. Whatever. Oh, Jesus. Did you get butterflies talking to uh, Papa Albert there? I was very uncomfortable. What? I was afraid he was going to hang up. What made you uncomfortable? I did, too, especially when Dubs' dad is saying he wishes Dubs could be a little bit less gay. I thought we got over <laughs> That son of a bitch. <laughs> it is true, though. I say it all the time for the show. A little less mo, please. I'm trying. Dial it back I a bit. I have to go to one of those camps. Matt, what are you thinking over there? Just that, that's what made me uncomfortable, though. Matt just sitting over there silent. You look like you were about to cringe. Did I, you, he I, was. I, I had to take my uh, headphones off because I just couldn't listen to it. Now, you know what I found odd? How proud he sounded. You had yourself a white woman. Yeah. Why is that odd? Well, just so he was weird. Cause he Ain't was, that a humdinger? Because he's a grandpa, essentially. Yeah, he already is one. Does he have other kids? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Mark and Mike. Yeah, they're big. Do you uh do you uh talk to them a lot? Are they big brothers? Do you go visit that one? No, Mark. I, I'm not sure where he is. He might still be in jail, but I'm not oh, sure. Oh, breaking every stereotype, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so father absent, one kid in jail. That way, do your part. Thank you. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Moving on up. Yeah. All right. Well, Dubs, it's been uncomfortable so far in our Father's Day tribute. Mm-hmm. How would our fathers change us? <laughs> Once again, uh, catching you up in what has been incredibly douche chill radio. Dubs' dad said that uh, he wishes Dubs were a little less light in the loafers when he was growing up. I guess I wanted to be a part of the chilling squad. Uh, Matt Albert's dad said they wish they were closer. Do you think it's your fault you guys weren't close, or do you think it was his? Hey, I called when I was young. He just never came and picked me up. He was busy. <laughs> so screw that. Well, well I needed come on, attention. You, yeah, and you and know... your fees. <laughs> you know how uncomfortable it is to be around a kid, especially yeah, a kid like you. All right, let's talk to my pops. Oh, you got him on? I got my pops on the phone. He's a very good man. He's the reason I love the Mavericks. And, um... Thanks for uh, that, because now I'm suffering. Uh, Pops, welcome into the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Pops? What's up, Alex? How you doing, fool? Good. Happy <laughs> birthday, by the way. Or, not, uh, I mean, uh, happy Father's Day, I mean. Well, hey, Papa. Happy. 
I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> uh, I would have forgotten. Don't expect mm-hmm. a call on Sunday. Um, all right, Pops, let me ask you. Same question we've been asking everybody else. We're asking our fathers to be honest and how okay. they would change their sons because of these designer babies that are starting to come about. Some people are able to be able to pick hair color, eye color, uh, ability to you know be tall. I think my dad's at a ball game right now. He's always at a ball game. Yeah. Dad, what yeah. would you change about me? Well, what I I think about you is, man, uh, I think you got a big old head, and I think that uh, <laughs> if I had to do it all over again, I'd have about half size a whole lot smaller. Cause man, you man, had a big to... head when you were a kid, and you still got a big head. You you think you're some kind of big shot, but other than that, you're a pretty good kid. So the, the, having a big old head, I think you got it from your old man, though. That's the problem. The ego, maybe, I, is something you'd change. Ego, Dan. Do what? Ego, ego, and the actual size well, of the head. Yeah, well, the ego is, is related to the size of the head, <laughs> a head and a hat. I guess um, that is true. You, uh, know, it, no, you, know, some, you know, if you put your fist together, it shows you how big your head is, how big your brain is. But in Alex's case, you know, you put his fist together, it's not his brain, it's just how big his head is. Yeah, I am. It's pretty big. Meat, meat fists, meat head. Well, Pops, happy Father's Day. And uh, I'm sure Alex Kong will be giving you a call on Sunday. Oh, come on. What? I thought we left that in D.C. <laughs> All right, Pops, happy Father's Day. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. I love you, man. All right. See you. Oh, size of my head. I know that's no, You bad. got off easy. Yeah, I go home <laughs> bragging about my big radio career. All right, let's go to Tommy Bateman's dad real fast. No, it's not. So we got a break. All right, let's. Am I the only one gonna get busted big time tonight? Well, apparently, <laughs> you know, I have a large head. Matt's dad wasn't around, and you were lighting the loafers growing up. <laughs> what? All right, here's uh, Papa Bateman in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1 Father's Day tribute. How fathers would change their sons? How are you? I'm hanging in there. How you doing? We're fantastic. Now let me ask you, Papa Bateman. How would you change uh, Tommy? You mean Tommy Babin, my son? Yes. Uh, I would probably, well, uh, one thing I would change, I wouldn't want him to be as good looking as he really is. Wow. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so damn easy, and I hate you for it. Oh. Hey. And, and other than that, maybe just being a little bit taller. But other hey. than that. <laughs> All right, that's Agreed. a good. Uh, agreed. Because uh, you can't even get on the rides at Universal. Uh, happy Father's Day, uh, <laughs> Papa Bateman, and I hope all is well this weekend. I hope so, too. Thanks, guys. All right, there it is. All right, here's what we learned. You guys suck. We should have my dad on every day. No, just kidding. Here's what we learned. Uh, Dubs' dad is the only one that hates him. I know. What's going on there? Or is my is my dad the only one that loves me enough to tell me the truth? That's the question. That you were lighting the loafers growing up as a kid, and you wanted to be your big sister. <laughs> I guess. Man, oh man. And I guess Chunks isn't part of the show, so he doesn't want to participate. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. By the way. Yeah. Allow me to express my disappointment in Tiger Woods for depriving us all of a good cry. Why? What happened? It doesn't look like he's going to make the cut at the uh, U.S. Open. Wow. Which is going to be the first time in forever that he hasn't made a cut. Now, I don't know if you know, but he lost his dad about you know a month ago. And 
He was very close to his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and went on uh, what was it? Uh, what uh, Bob Hope or something? All kinds of yeah. shows together when they were young, or when he was younger. And you know, he's father, best friend, all that kind of fun stuff. His Father's Day is coming up, mm-hmm. and um, he hadn't really played any golf. And then I guess it's the U.S. Open that is uh, that they're playing now. Yeah, and it doesn't look like he's going to make the cut. In fact, it would take a miracle, essentially. Like, some guys really like to blow it. And in fact, if I even go maybe to ESPN, it, it doesn't look like he's going to, or he hasn't made the cut. Now, the reason I say how dare him is because this would have been the greatest story of all time. Loses his dad, first time back playing golf, and not only, you know... It's to, Father's Day weekend. Father's Day weekend, and to win the U.S. Open. Yeah, I mean, uh, it would have been just the perfect story, and it really would have helped gol- golf out a lot. And, and a lot of people were pulling for it. Yeah. I know I was. Definitely. I mean, who wa- doesn't want to see a touching father-son story Plus, on Father's Day? you know, Tiger's a good guy, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you always... A little always, quiet. Yeah, but you always pull for a guy who, you know, seems like he's, like he's a good person. Mm-hmm. And I just, man, it, it would have been one of those things. You heard about it all weekend, and if he had been able to come, you know, come down the back nine on Father's Day, and win it for his dad, just how emotional that would have been. Oh, and it, I, you it know what? It would have solidified the story of I, Tiger Woods. I would have loved to see it come down to the final putt. Makes it, he wins. Misses it, he loses and dies. No, that's not it. Oh, I, I thought this was a movie promo. And I would like to see him miss it. Why? And still cry and still be so happy and uh, still just, you know, say, I did all this for my father. Because that's how the way a movie would end. The movie would end without him winning. What this, movies are you watching? Not family ones, not the ones on Lifetime. It's not a good movie if it ends uh, poorly. It's not poorly just because he doesn't win it for the whole thing. He learns a lesson. And you got to think, too, like, you know, first Father's Day without your dad. Like, that's my dad's going through now because I lost mm-hmm. my grandfather. Like how you probably wouldn't, you'd almost want to be out playing golf, wouldn't you? Yeah, as kind opposed, of take your mind off of it. As opposed to just kind of hanging out all day? I don't know. Uh, if you're Tiger Woods and that's what you and your dad did right. all the time was play golf, I don't know if that would be what you want to do this weekend because it's not just like uh, a distraction. That is your father right there. Let me tell you who I respect. Uh, uh, who do you respect less? Sports, pundits, are political pundits because you saw everyone on ESPN around the horn PTI leading up how Tiger is going to win it this weekend and despite the fact that he hasn't played it's going to be great and it's going to be the greatest story of all time and yet there's no accountability you know what I mean like an Andrew Siciliano can go on Rome is burning and say this is going to be the greatest story of all time Tiger Woods will win it and yet he still gets to keep his, keep his radio and TV job. I think something like that is just such a wishful thinking thing that everybody's thinking would be great. I don't mind. I just hate it when people jump out on the limb and then have no accountability for it when there's nothing on the like there, there's no story to it. They're just doing it because that's what they think. Because you you even see it too with the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. All right, before before the finals start, Heat are going to win it. Heat are going to destroy the Mavericks. Yeah. Okay. Then the Mavericks go up 2 nothing and handle the Heat pretty easily. Despite playing poorly, it's going to be over. We'll be lucky if we see five games. It's probably going to be going to be a sweep. Shaq is old. Dwayne Wade's hurt. Antoine Walker can't make a bucket. Then all of a sudden, now that it's tied up 2-2, the Mavericks are cooked. 
Uh, Shaq has revitalized himself. Wade is the next Jordan. There's no accountability anywhere for any of these guys, just in the constant flip-flopping. And, and here's the thing about basketball and uh, baseball and hockey. These series are long. They are they're not like a short one game thing or even a three game thing. It's a possible seven game thing where anything can happen and they they always just throw it out way too quick that this is gonna be the way it is. It's all about twenty four hour news networks, sports networks, mm-hmm. and just filling time. So you know, you got three days now until game five, which right now it's all heat, it's all heat. But if the Mavericks win game five, then all of a sudden while well, the heater cooked, mm-hmm. the Mavericks got two at home, essentially. And it's just stupid. And let me say this, too. I hate the NBA. As much as I love it, I hate it, and I think it's a work. And I am convinced ever since the days of Jordan, when Jordan, you could not breathe on Jordan without him getting fouled, Mm -hmm. that the work and the fix has been in. Well, they they like to protect their investments. Not only do they, the fact that Jerry Stackhouse has been suspended for Game 5 is a travesty. But beyond that, I know... All they're looking for is to extend these series. It's all about extending the series and getting, getting more of that games. revenue. Yeah, they need to get more uh, TV revenue and uh, keep on selling the spots. Last night, well, the game was called awfully. Uh, everyone I, who's watched it agrees it was a poorly officiated game. Yeah, and I'm not a, a real fan of either team. And I was you watching should that. be a fan of the Mavericks. Uh, I'm definitely more of a fan of the Ma- Mavericks than the Heat, especially after the, uh, the news story that I read yesterday about uh, the Heat kicking out Mark Cuban's boat out of the bay because he's uh, hanging a Maverick sign. Actually, from what I understand, that's not his boat. Oh, it isn't. I read on his blog, it's not his boat. It's a buddy of his who put up the sign. Oh, so they uh, even got the story wrong out there. They're yes. just trying to pump up whatever they got going on. Yeah. So anyway, hate sports. And damn you, Tiger. When was the last time we had a good cry? Ooh, it's been a while. I enjoy a good cry. You know, I was going through an emotional period back in D.C. for a while. So, really? Yeah, like uh, just like, and I wasn't like sad or anything, but there was just a a feeling of I need to cry every once in a while. And I would just watch the Extreme Home Makeover, uh, the home edition, and I would uh, sit there and have a good cry. All right, here's what a I'm... happy cry. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Do you have a standby movie that if you feel, because Tiger Woods, we're not going to get that good cry, mm-hmm. that admit it even as a man occasionally you need, and especially if you're a woman, but we're not going to get that good cry from the whole Tiger Woods thing this weekend. It just isn't, it wasn't meant to be. Is there a movie that you have sitting in your uh, your DVD case or even old VHS tape that you have sitting in there that when you know all the stuff's mounting, but you just can't get it out. You put that movie in, and it just releases the waterworks. What is it? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I think I have one. I've got a couple that always work. Actually, i got three. <laughs> now, wow, you uh, you have a big poon collection, don't you? It's a hideout. Something just to dry you up. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout hour two Friday night, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Right, I thought of another one while I, I was in the restroom. I have mine. All right, I have four go-to movies that can lead to uh, 
I find mine to be the king of go to movies to get a good cry. Really? Yeah. King I, Ralph. I, <laughs> I've cried during that one. I'll admit it. I I look at mine and I'm like, wow, what's wrong with me? Cried the eject button wouldn't work. Is one of you? Can I guess one of yours? Yes. Is it Boys in the Hood? Yes. Actually, Boys in the Hood. I actually get chills and I almost cry when Ricky. When Ricky gets shot and the, the mom, mom yeah. starts no, that's yelling, Bomba starts. That, that's another one of mine. Major League. You just have something yes. with guys named Ricky. When it's Richie for La Bamba. Same thing. Well, great. Now I got one left. Ass. Do you want mine? No, hold on. Let's take okay. some phone calls on it. Susan in the 352. What's your Susan? Is it Summer Catch? I hope they... No. <laughs> no. Actually, they're both like psychological movies. Um, they both have Robin Williams with um, The Fisher King okay. and Awakenings. Right, Awakenings was one that it's not a go-to movie, but when I saw it, I'll admit that I wept. Oh, my God. And I was crying. I yeah. mean, with uh, Robert De Niro, I think, was the patient. Yeah, he was. Right, right, and right. And then the other one, uh, The Fisher King, I don't know if you ever saw it. That was uh, with, uh, Bo, uh, I mean, Jeff Bridges was that DJ. That I did not see. The caller called into the radio station and said something about, you know, uh, we need to get rid of those yuppies or whatever, and then he opened fire in some bar and end up uh, shooting a bunch of people. And I guess Jeff Bridges finds out, you know, he meets Robin Williams, who's the spouse of one of the people who died in that bar, and then he finds out he was responsible for this guy's death. Now he's homeless and all this stuff. It's just a really good movie if oh, you haven't seen it. Right, the Fisher King. I haven't seen that, even though I don't need oh, to. Oh, you that, got to. Oh, right, thank, thank you, Susan. Appreciate it. I right, summed I got... it all up in about 45 seconds there. EJ from the U, uh... Is on his way up here. Now this is one of my favorite movies. I'll never cried during it. Mm. Scrooged. I know people have cried Scrooged. He says when that little black kid says, "God bless us, everyone." After he hasn't talked since uh, seeing his dad killed, he says, "I cry like a bitch with a skinned knee." See, I cry every time I hear someone, uh, him at the end, yell, "Feed me, Seymour." And that's when I cry. What does that even have to do with anything? <laughs> you don't know, remember at the end when they're doing yes. the song and dance thing? Oh, just because it's awful? Yeah. I gotcha. Is your other one down to you? The what? No. The Wild Hawk <laughs> in the 407. What do you got? Um, I She's all that? like Simon Birch because I always cry tears of joy because a midget dies in it. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. I still know what you did last summer? Am I close? No. None of them are, it's not a summer movie. Jillian on her 37th birthday. What are these? Freddie Prince Jr. movies. You're an ass. <laughs> I am a big fan, but whatever. Scooby-Doo? Hmm? Hmm? I think actually the uh, studio cried during that one. Cause it cried so cool. of how much money it brought in. Did it do well? Yes. I didn't realize that. They, they made another one after that. I don't think the second one did that well, but the first one did... Crazy well. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it, so I didn't know. I just assumed because I didn't see it. No one else did. <laughs> My apologies. Um, let's go to Greg in the 407. What you got, Greg, on a Friday hey. night? Hey, man, how about Ghost? Uh, you know, a Ghost is one that I have not rewatched. You gotta watch that, bro. Yeah. But it's I, pretty good. I'm not a big crier, but it is a really good movie. I, I, we, it, it's touched me. We had Ghost at our house Thanks, because Fred. it was one of those ones where you could get for like five bucks at McDonald's with a with an order. Do you remember when they did, did that? They had that, um, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and some other movie you could get for five bucks. All right, Dubs, what's another one of yours? Radio Flyer. Because the uh, kid touching thing. It's not kid touching. The stepdad beat him and then. 
took their radio flyer and and turned it into a plane so they could fly away to safety. <laughs> it's powered by imagination. Never saw it. To cry like a woman. Not interested. That sounds a little mo to me. Dude. No wonder your dad thought you were growing up to be your sister. No, man. You don't knock until you watch Radio Flyer. I don't want to see it. Come on, man. You, you want a good cry. You just ruined it for me. I'm still trying to figure out Hefe's fourth movie. I've said it before on the air. I know. I'm just racking my brain because you see every movie that's ever come out. Mine, uh, my other one is uh, A League of Their Own. At the end, mm-hmm. when she says that used to be me, she tells that. I was What's idiot. that, you, Grandma? I cry like a woman. I have to pee. I just put my pooch. I just put my face in my shirt, and I actually am welling up a little bit right now. Let him go. I have to pee. That's not stop. <laughs> not because of the smell of onions. I'm actually welling up because XCon in the 870. I'll think of their own. Yeah, good one for me. You probably like this too. Is uh, Con Air because when he starts talking about his hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, XCon. <laughs> I'm a hummingbird. <laughs> Swamp thing. I people don't. I now they're ruining movies for me. What ones? Somebody just ruined Million Dollar Baby. Oh, Million Dollar Baby. Uh, yeah, that one was rough. Why? Cause she dies at the end. Stop! Yes. It's yes. on HBO all the time, and I keep missing it from the beginning. I want to always keep your hand up. Left it's, hook. <laughs> oh, it's over. Well, he, it was his fault. He. Uh, yeah, I never saw the movie. I just read the outcome. Yeah, he. Uh, he. Put her back in there, and he shouldn't have. And she dresses like a man the whole time? All right, do you have one, Tommy? No one got that, huh? Uh, yeah, Untamed Heart. Because this retard finally gets, like, a decent-looking girl, and then he dies on her on the ride home from catching the, the hockey puck at the hockey game. Is that the one with Christian Slater? Yes. Marissa Tomei? Yes. Does anybody, does anybody cry during My Girl? I've never seen that one. I don't watch it anymore because it got me that sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's My Girl? My Girl uh, with uh, Macaulay Culkin where he gets stung by a bunch of bees at the end and dies. It sounds like a comedy. No. Is he also trying to escape robbers? No, he's trying to escape the stinging of bees. The wet bandits. <laughs> don't be racist. Uh, Brian in the 321, what do you got, Brian? I can totally vouch for uh, Dubs on the radio flyer. If you yeah. guys haven't seen it, that's a good one. Uh, but mine, now I've been sitting here on the phone, I've been thinking of a few. Uh, I got the Green Mile. All right, somebody and... else uh, sent me an IM about the Green Mile. Yeah, that's... the Green Mile is a good one. I haven't seen that's, it. What? That's definitely a keeper. And then the other one is uh, on, like, Man on Fire. TV. Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. That is, you know what, that is a good one. It didn't make me cry, you puss, but it did... Uh... I can't see where it has. Yeah, I haven't got seen... something for you, boss. I boss, haven't... don't put my don't put me in the dock. I haven't seen a Green Mile. Talk radio. I ain't crying. Talk radio scares the hell out of you. Are you just going when, through when, every when movie I... I've talked about before on the air? Yes. Four zero seven nine. Menace to society. Bamboozled. Bamboozled, so good. Doesn't. It's not a crier though. No, not particularly. Da Vinci nah. Code. No. Cars. Don't go see that one. Go see Da Vinci Code. You won't cry. Matt, what about you? Um, About Schmidt. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's not one that I had written down, and it's not a go-to movie, but mm-hmm. it did make me cry. At the end, when little Watuwu 
in the letter that he got from him, and he realizes his life has been worth something. As good as it gets. <laughs> All right, Matt, I want to know. Uh, I cried the first time I saw Full Metal Jacket. and Why? Uh, and the sniper at the end, when it's a little girl saying, kill me, kill me. Cause I'm, she's I'm a, yelling, kill her. Shoot her in the face. That's one. That, that's a movie I've never seen the second half of. He's Raptor Man, Doves is. Yeah. <laughs> Animal Mother. Give me a hint. No. Come on. I'll give you a prize if you can guess it next. Do you want a prize, Tommy? Tommy, you specifically. You want to go <laughs> Do to, I ever? You want to go to Medieval <laughs> Times? Yeah. Well, then you better get it right next in the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Friday night, wrapping up hour two in the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. I was uh, just thinking about because Tiger Woods didn't make the cut at the U.S. Open. It was going to be such a great story. Father's Day, winning you know a major for his dad. It just didn't happen. That was going to be a guaranteed cry. Mm-hmm. He came down the back nine, winning it for pops. And for some, I'm just thinking about movies that your old standby movie. There's got to be one. I think everybody has a movie that they'll cry at every single time. All right, I was chatting with my chick online, and she says, um, Return of the King, <laughs> Lion King, <laughs> Sweet November. Jesus. I'm like, I, just, I, I actually, this is what I typed back to her. LOL. Mo. I actually typed that to her. Quick story about the Lion King. You, you know, heard how my dad's so sweet. Uh, remember the story where I was watching the Lion King with him? And I was kind of crying because Mufasa just died. And he said, what are you, crying like a punk? Right? I was eight years old. I don't believe that that sweet was, old man we talked to would have said that. That's crap. He hates me. Have no, he doesn't. That? He loves you. That was just for the radio. It's a bit. I think we, I th- he bits better than you. Uh, I, th- no. <laughs> I think we should have him on weekly. Where the Red Fern Grows. That's not that's me. That's a great book. That's dogs. It was one of you. Yeah, that's one that, that technically counts. I cry when those dogs die, and Sean that's, is, where, that's where the red fern grows. Sean in the 407, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Sean? Really quickly, buddy. Man, I got to tell you, Forrest Gump. All right, you know, Forrest Gump did get me the first time. Um, it's not a standby movie that, like, I will, like, if I need a cry. And, again, it's tough for guys to admit, but you know we all got one. Even this degenerate heretic who we haven't seen in a long time, Dirty Howie. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, he alleges he's working for the NSA, and I don't know how scary that is. <laughs> Jesus. The man who came into the hideout to proclaim his girlfriend was getting an abortion the next day. Um, yeah, he uh, he says he cried during Brian's song. Colin in the 352 year in the hideout. And then he said something incredibly, what, racist afterwards? Yeah. Uh, going, he, he, uh, hey, <laughs> there's a lot of black people in that one, and I still cry. Yeah, that's what he said. Colin in the 352 year in the yeah, hideout. The heart of a giant. What's up, hideout? Go ahead, buddy. Man, there's only, if you're going to say standby movies, there's only one of that stand by me. It's a male version of Steel Magnolias. Yeah, you're right. I will agree. Stand by me is a good one to uh, let the tears flow. There's no It's not my go to, but I can understand how it would be someone's. I hear Joe in the 407 has one. Radio Flyer. Go ahead, Joe. Man, I know you cried just like me when Richie died in La Bamba. Yeah, I, here's what's funny. Uh, when he goes, when he goes, Richie! Oh, dude, it gets me every time. Now, I'll yeah, say this. Man. I I was just chatting with you online. Yep. And he goes, my punk ass cried at Man Without a Face. And then I called, <laughs> I called him a wussy. And then he goes, yeah, whatever, go watch Selena and cry. And then he calls me the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then and LOL, you're an ass, dude. And then he just hangs up. I defy you to not cry at Selena. It's not a go-to, but it is one. I only cry when I have the mute button off. <laughs> what an ass. Bobby Hill in the uh, 215. Bobby. Hey, Ponch, Um, I actually heard that you cried at the end of the Alamo because the Mexicans always lose. <laughs> I hate you. What? Jesus. I cried at the mask, too. <laughs> You're a dick. 407-916-1041. Oh, man, at the end. Richie's working on his car. And the... Ma! Rick, Ma! Rick Dees comes on to announce the Big Bopper. I know it. 17-year-old Richie Valens and Buddy Holly have died. And then he runs to his mom's house. Did you hear about Richie? Matt, get ready to fill out that price sheet for me. Oh. Alien vs. Predator. Because it was awful and I've been waiting for it for ten years. But no, that's not it. Come on. All right, Dubs, we got to wrap this up because we need to move on. Yes. Lean on me. No. You guys are trying to guess my last one. My last, my fourth go-to cry movie. I'll give you a hint in a second. People vs. Larry Flint. Kramer vs. Kramer. <laughs> Tom in the 407. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, man. I just wanted one that, one that gets me is the Patriot, man. This guy is trying to hold his family together, and, you know, his son gets killed, and he wants revenge. You know what's funny? I, I own that movie, and I haven't seen it yet. When he's sitting there, and he's stabbing, his, he's, he's hitting this guy with an axe, man. Mm-hmm. He's just a rage. Yeah, he, got, he, he, just, he just let loose he, on him. He, his, whole, his whole past comes back, to, you know, to catch us up with him right then and there, and his son see him, you know, standing there killing this guy, just chopping him up. It's it's unreal, man. Then then at the end, his son dies, his other son dies, but then he gets with his sister-in-law. <laughs> no. You know, and she's hot, man. Oh, well, now I gotta watch it just for that. Oh, you know, this song gets to me just because of that damn movie. Chip in the three eighty six. What do you got, Chip? Yeah, uh, I thought Finding Neverland was pretty good. Which one, is that? I one? have that, and I still haven't watched it. Is that it. Ewan McGregor? No, that's uh, yeah, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp and Kate Winslet. Hold on a second. Richie! It's a out Real Radio 104.1. I wish I know how to quit you. Shock Jock. Go! Doing the butt. Shut up! Shut it, you weed, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! He's hot. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. I like a fruity dress. I like a fruity dress. I'm a transsexual. Hour three. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We still haven't found out your final movie yet, have we? Um, Steve Martin flick. Leap the Jerk? Leap of Faith. Uh, Leap of Faith. I got it. Good job. You're a winner. Matthew. So those are my four uh, crying songs. Hey, or, I'm sorry, movies. Uh, do we have... Is everybody ready? Has everyone done their homework assignment? It is done. And I guess we're waiting for C-Lane to come back. He's working on the lesbian um, ad for Bunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hera Chick, who came in earlier this week and made out with our former intern's girlfriend, 
a whore mouth. Who did everybody draw? I got... All right, here, I have it right here. Dubs, you were writing... Let me re-familiarize people with the story. A teacher got fired for reading students' nasty comments about classmates aloud. The assignment was to write about where classmates might... What they might be doing 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. So he read it, some kids got pissed off. And kind of a prediction of the future, which you have to know, with kids, is going to get kind of mean. And so with us in the hideout, probably will get kind of mean, too. Dubs, your assignment was to write about Matt. Yep. I wrote about C-Lane, the, one of the unpaid producers. Bats wrote about Chunks, Tommy Bateman. Uh, Chunks wrote about Napier. Matt Albert wrote about you, Dubs. Yes. C-Lane had to write about me and... Napier wrote about Bateman, and this is all according to a draw. The one I am most looking forward to is Napier about Bateman, because they have a little bit of a past, meaning mm-hmm. Bateman hates Napier. So that's essentially what it is, and I'm very excited to see where Napier thinks that Bateman will be in 20 years. The unfortunate thing is that we have to listen to Napier talk. So that's going to be part of a problem. And he's, fumble through it. Because he sucks. So, uh, well, even though he's on Team Hefe. Who's teaming on Napier? There you go. Unfortunately, my team. He, he points, points at you. He does point at me. Let me see. A couple of things I wanted to get to before we get to that tonight, J-Dubs, on a Friday night open-door policy this evening. Yeah, one hour away from that. If you want to come on out and hang out with the hideout, 10 o'clock, the door's open, and we uh, let all the heretics in for the open-door policy the last hour of every week in the hideout. Let me ask you, as a man, when must you retaliate? What do you mean? Like, when do you, just like... When when do you uh, reach your boiling point? I think if uh, anybody wrongs your girlfriend or family member, I think that is a good time to kind of retaliate. So someone punches your girlfriend, you then... Punches her, yeah, or attacks her in any way like that viciously. What about verbally? Let's just say someone Um, calls her bad names. If it's a very vicious verbal attack, yes. If not, you know, and it depends on the history with the guy, too. Uh, how about this? How about you retaliate if you get cut off while driving? Ah, uh, th- well, uh, road rage is one of my things where I will kind of reach my boiling point fast. Ozzy Gian says he wants his pitchers to retaliate when opposing pitchers uh, hit one of their players. And he got really pissed off because I guess one of their players got hit a couple of times mm-hmm. and the other, you know, his pitcher wouldn't hit the other guy wouldn't hit a member of the other team, and so it really, really pissed him off because he's like, hey, we got to retaliate. we got to stick up for our own. The video was hilarious because the pitcher he sent in was a rookie pitcher, and he was only like 20 years old. And uh, when Ozzy took him out of the game, he just sat on the bench and looked like he was about to cry because Ozzy was just yelling at him, how could you not do that? This is your team. This is a team sport. <laughs> All right, see, TV cameras caught Guillen uh, in the dugout throwing a bottle of water to the ground in disgust when he only faced one batter. Later in the inning, he was yelling at the pitcher who pulled the collar of his jersey over his head. Ouch, he must have been really embarrassed and just really shamed. Hey, really quickly, just to talk about this for a second. Uh, You know, here at the Clear Channel Compound, we're all family. Mm -hmm. We have very good friends here. Uh, we have, especially with our buddies at Real Rock. Yeah, definitely. Real Rock has been really good to us, and uh, we love them over there. And we just wanted to, on behalf of Buckethead, Mm -hmm. who does a very, very good afternoon uh, show over at Real Rock, 
just say, what a bunch of no-talent hacks over at Jack FM. Yeah, they really, really know how to uh, just try to rip off other people. With the naming of a show. Yeah. When you when you rip off the literal name of someone else's show in the same town, that proves that you are not trying to do anything. You're just trying to uh, feed off the heat of other people and confuse the listeners. Which is something that the other night show over there has done with us, too. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they all tried over there because they have no heat themselves. They have no talent themselves. They have to come over and try to take some of our originality and uh, some of our stuff and try to make it their own. So, you know. Which, you know, I, I love healthy competition. I love it. But I hate radio hacks who don't have anything to really pull out on you. So they uh, tend to just kind of rip off your stuff and uh, try to make it their own. So anyway, I just wanted to give props to Buckethead. Not even veil it. Not even, you know, try to make it look legitimate. All right, the Don says, if someone spits on me, I'll break a neck. Spitting is one of those things for a lot of people, once they get spit on, they lose it. All right, here's what's funny, too. One time we had an ex-intern. who Actually, not, not even just an intern. Oh, here's Buckethead now. Is this actually Buckethead? Oh, here's up our buckethead over uh, afternoons at uh, Real Rock. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Good. Uh, we're just sticking up for you a little bit because of the hackery going on across the street. What do you think, my friend? That's funny, dude. My wife and I are driving back and we're listening to you guys, and uh, and uh, it's funny you guys mentioned it. The, you know, it is what it is. Uh, a lot of people in this business, they you know, they always. You know, I said this on my show the other day. You know, I got back from vacation. I found out that. You know, there's a tropical storm, and I got people that want to be like me. And I know it sounds egotistical, but mm-hmm. you know, the, fa- the facts are the facts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not even, uh, like I said before, veiled. They aren't even trying to hide it. And, and what Dubs and I get pissed off the most is the the specific just trigger the trickery that goes into it. It's just a, a plain and simple trying to confuse listeners. Yeah, I'm trying to make them think that they're listening to a better station. Because obviously you listen to your, to your show compared to theirs, it's no contest. I appreciate that, but you know, see that—that's you know, kind of where there's a misconception, and um, that radio station is at fault because pretty much what they're saying to the listeners is that you're stupid, and listeners of radio stations and you know, and personalities that they enjoy, um, they're—they're—they're—they're people just like anybody else. You know, no no one likes to be talked down to. They have a job, you know. You might have a job at Walmart. I have a job on the radio, and, and you know, we're all people. How'd you know about my second job? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> You're we're a not stupid. <laughs> and when you, when you do something like that, you know, I mean, they've gone ahead and, and renamed the show the Buckethead Show, the BS, and uh, and it's flattering. You know, a lot of us are compared to people in this business. You know, like I was saying earlier, you know, like the Stern. If we you know if we go to, I know you guys have that like shock jock. Uh, Sound effect. Shark jock. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and, and you know, a lot of us are compared to that guy, which is you know, it's flattering. I don't see why that's a bad thing. I have never, guys, in my almost 11 years in this business, had anyone that wanted to be like me. Um, so that is that's that, that gets. Let me alone done. two people. Right. Exactly. Well, I'll say best of luck. I know you're not going to need it, but uh, we we dig you. You're a good guy, and uh, we love what you're doing over there at Real Rock. And uh, the thing is, you have a uh, voice that doesn't make you want to claw your ears out. Mm-hmm. So that's one advantage. Right right there my friend so best- <laughs> well, that's good all right we'll talk to you there he is buggerhead from real rock 101 we'll talk to you buddy we'll talk to you later my friend. later man thanks guys. he's a good dude yeah very good a lot of good guys here in the building i would even go to universal studios with him Mm-hmm. oh wait we did oh yeah we'll probably get to do it again this year for uh halloween horror nights um so anyway but spitting oh i was about to tell you this story is actually a ex-producer 
And in order for him to officially become our producer, I believe it was, this guy named Fidel, back when we were doing Saturday Nights in D.C., he looked just like <laughs> he looked just like Sof, actually, our hideout documentary filmmaker. But fatter. And with yeah. more bigger man boobs. And Sof has talent. Um, and even though he never says anything on air, still better. Yeah. But here's what I actually, from him to go to, from intern to producer, he had to let me spit in his face. No, it was me. Oh, was it you? Yeah. You, I uh, thought we you both did. did. You didn't want to. You felt bad about it. Oh, wow. So uh, I had to hock a big loogie in his face. I got to tell you, though, man, there's something that's very satisfying about that. Yeah. It, it felt really good to me. I really enjoyed spitting in his face because I didn't like him at all. Have you ever done that with a chick that you're having sex with? <laughs> ah, no, I spit I in just, her face. I pretend it's drool. I go, oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> I did it once. And at the time... She acted like she was into it, then afterwards she's like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'm like, what? I thought you'd be into it. <laughs> Why like, would they be into it? What, what kind of girl would be into getting spit on? I don't know. Whatever. I've spit on other things, but I've never spit on, on her face. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking, you know, we're in the heat of passion. <laughs> <laughs> and and what was... what really? And now right, I spit some hepatitis in your eye. Now that I really think about it, like for her to pretend <laughs> while we're having sex and allow everything to finish, for her to pretend it was okay, she's got to be a great actress. Yeah. Because it was literally once we were done and cleaned up that she goes. By the way, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you think you were doing, <laughs> but it's not ever going to happen again. And I was in shock. I would spit on her again right there. I was in shock because I'm thinking, man, this could be a whole new thing that we're going into. <laughs> you're uh, you're really into it, and then you find out, damn, you know what I, it was? Uh, I offended. You know what it was? I was really big into Manson at the time. Mm-hmm. This was in college. And early on in Manson's career, Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. he would cut himself and stand in front of the stage and spit on the crowd and have the crowd spit back. And so I'm sure we were listening to Manson or something. Mm-hmm. And so I just got way into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I was drunk, probably on tequila or something. And I'm like, hey, here's a really good idea. Man, that's embarrassing now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's not sexual at all. Nothing hot about it. I can't get uh, excited about spit. Well, no, now that I think about it, I'm actually disgusted with myself. <laughs> and then you have to think, too, like, look at me and imagine this poor girl. Yeah, you... Already defiling her, and uh, now and then I have to take it to the next level with degradation. Yeah, yeah now, it's bad enough that your body's on her. <laughs> now your drool is firmly placed on her face. But it's not even just drool. No, it's uh, that's foamy. Yeah, just dirty and nasty in a in the tenth floor of a uh, college dorm. Should my buddy's on the outside knocking to get in. Can I come in now? You should have just done the jelly donut and punched her in the nose. What is that? Smeared around. Chuck Jock. Yeah. Chuck That's Jock. That's me. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hour 3 Friday night, Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right. Yes. It's finally here in Orlando. What is it? A movie I've been waiting for. What movie is that? Crying Game? <laughs> Where the Red Fern goes. No, an inconvenient truth. What are you going to be playing at? Uh, I'd rather not say so people don't go buy all the tickets. Well, tell me. All right, and it, uh, it's showing Altamont. Oh, cool. Tomorrow at noon, 225, 455, 725, and 955. Which one are you going to? 
I don't know, but I want. I'd like to get not the one at noon because you'll be in Daytona. Yes, I, I won't. Phantom fireworks. You're coming with me, Hefe. You're going to be out there. Wrong. What? You don't want to come out to Ooh. Daytona Beach with me from noon to two over at Phantom fireworks? Hefe, if you go there, you'll get free what? Food and fun and more. Oh my God, Jesus! All right, Roger in the 407. What's up, Roger? Well, a long time ago when I was a little kid, I was uh, seven. My sister was five. We were uh, on the school bus, and I don't know why some kid spit <laughs> in her face. Oh wow! Ooh, <clears throat> how did that work out? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I don't know who the boy was. I, I don't remember him at all. I don't think I ever saw him before. Right. But anyhow, the uh, uh, school bus driver—I remember his name, Sherwood Steiner. Mm-hmm. Nice German man. Yeah. I remember him. He was a good dude. He was a great dude, and he put that little son of a bitch on the bottom uh, rung of the um, uh, bus, you know, where you get into the bus door, and he slammed that little bastard 15 times. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> In the bus door? That's that's great. Children Christ. need more of that, yeah, man. I'm I not agree. lying to you. I agree. All right, Sof told me an interesting story. Come up to the uh, mic, Sof. Uh, Hideout documentary filmmaker, which, by the way, behind the by Curious, getting rave reviews already, and we're looking for um, possibly a July opening of the movie. Nice. What do you have, though, Soph? So I went to see Tokyo Drift tonight. A uh, loser. Ugh. It was horrible. Um, no, but I went and laughed. But I was on my way out and to the parking lot to my truck, and some idiot in an Explorer had basically parked over his line into my parking spot. So my rearview mirror, I guess the side window, was almost touching the side of his Explorer. What'd you do? I hawked three huge loogies all over his car. Now, here's the thing. Normally, I would call you a filthy animal. However, I do that all the time. This Thank la- you. This past weekend, I was at Lowe's, and I parked in the parking spot. I come back, and uh, there was a truck parked next to me, and he was walking out at the same time. He was much bigger than the space. And I was perfectly in my spot. He uh, looks at my car and goes, parked a little close, didn't you? I-, I was already sitting in my car, had it started up. So I opened the door, stand up, you know, like uh, puffing my chest up. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Did you I- really? I start getting the white trash. What are you going to do? Come on. With your Milwaukee's best shirt? Yeah. I got to say, in my apartment complex. Um, if you did anything, I would have ran like a baby. Parking is very I don't know, scarce and somewhat assigned and somewhat not. Mm-hmm. And so on the rare times that someone will park in my space, they will get a lot of loogies on their car. And for some reason, it makes you feel better. It's not, it doesn't do anything to the car because, you know, birds will go on the car. Have you ever, uh, you know, some of the, uh, some of the, uh, uh, like handles to open the door come out of the, uh, the door? Like, uh, more trucks and everything like that? Have you ever cracked one of them? What do you mean? Like broken? No. Like, Oh, crack. Put, put your crack on it. Right. No, I never have. Yeah, that's a fun time. I know Tommy did that to one of our old general managers. Yeah. In their office. Their office I, I spit on it. I did a bunch of things at that doorknob. <laughs> so I never touched it, though. I never left any fingerprints. <laughs> DNA is much more expensive and hard to uh, send away to the lab. Yeah, they can dust fingerprints. They can't dust your uh, loogies. All right, so speaking of hatred, uh, one of the things we're doing now is there was this writing assignment that we have given to the boys. We should probably mm-hmm. have some music for it. I don't know what kind of music. Maybe a ooh, dream music if we have it. So the teacher 
got fired because he read students' nasty comments about classmates aloud. Um, he had the classmates write what their other classmates might be doing 20 years from now. And apparently they were really nasty, really mean, and it ended up getting them fired. I've decided to give the same assignment to those of us here in the hideout, and we've all drawn different people. Now, I wanted them to be as real as possible, and they are uh, the assignments as follows. Dub's writing about Matt Albert. I am writing about C-Lane. Tommy Bateman about Chunks. Chunks about Intern Napier. Matt Albert writing about Dub's. C-Lane writing about me. Mm-hmm. And Napier writing about Tommy Bateman. So... Are you boys ready? Did you do your homework? I think we're ready to go. All right, yes. who would you like to hear first? It's uh, it's up to you, man. I, <laughs> I'd like to save Napiers for last. I can go first if, uh, if you want me to start it all off. All right, let's uh, let's have Dub start off. And I honestly, and if you want to weigh in on it too, but where you think Matt Albert is legitimately going to be in 20 years? Okay, 20 years from now. <sighs> Matt Albert in the year 2026. Matt Albert would have been 41 years old. Would have been. After a long battle uh, with the fats, Matt Albert is now in his final resting place. As I look down at his tombstone, I read, Here lies Matt, a man of many words, a man of even more pounds. This man didn't only eclipse the sun, he eclipsed our heart. Matt was an inspirational person. I remember one time he told me, (sighs) Matt Albert, 1984 to 2007. 2007? Hell of a run, buddy. For a man who never ran. I mean, let me ask legitimately. I don't honestly think he's going to make it to... 2008? 26, (laughs) yeah. Matthew... Do you think you will be alive in 20 years? Maybe. That's that's the best answer I can give. I'm not sure. Trunks? I think he'll be alive, but he's going to be hit by like a Dick Clark-esque stroke where he's not going to be... Oh, that would be the best thing that could happen for the show. I, I hope someone kills me if that's, if, if that's the fact. Um, let me say this. I look at you and your slothness and everything that you do not do in life. And I figure there is no way that body can maintain another 20 years. You're 21 now, and that's the amount of damage you've done to your body. Honestly, I can't though, see 20 years. Honestly, two years ago, he was in a lot worse shape. So he is going in the right direction. All right, Matt. I've improved that how much I suck. Uh, Matt, would you now like to read your uh, writing assignment about J-Dubs? Sure. If still alive... At age 45, Dubs will be semi-happy with his Commonwealth wife, uh, common law wife, still not willing to commit. By this time, I'm just I'm just looking over at Dubs because I figure that's he's not happy about that. No, no, that's that's probably accurate. By this time, he would have immersed himself in the world of show dogs and collecting cat calendars. Um, <laughs> He'll still be skinny from the SIGs. He refuses to quit because it's the only thing keeping him skinny. Uh, because El- because of his Elvis-like use of painkillers and Vicodin. Uh, you're like Rush Limbaugh, basically. Yes, I am. Um, I'm the Rush Limbaugh. Chuck Jock. 
He'll be tired of radio, but still doing it because it's the only way to get out of his pent up rage towards women, gays, and minorities. <laughs> um, True. I didn't even know it was pent up. I just thought it was obvious. <laughs> well, it's obvious on the radio. Yeah. In the office, he kind of, you know, laughs to himself. It. I just uh, chuckle. <laughs> He would he would have gotten a matching mosquito tattoo for his other leg. Come on, some elephant, you know that. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing more disturbing than his many bad tattoos will be the artificial voice box he has, and uh, that's it. All right, so this is Dubs in twenty years. Yeah. All right, Dubs, do you disagree with any of that? Um, I don't think I, I will be, still be smoking. I think I'll give it up by then. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, I've ever since I've known you, you smoked, so. No. Uh, it was pretty soon after that you started. Yeah, I started when I went to uh, Mardi Gras and came back all bloodshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'll quit by then. Uh, other than that, it's pretty accurate. Here's the thing. I can't see Dubs lasting on the current <laughs> diet of oh, wow, four... Last. Monsters a day and a pack a day. You don't understand the genes that I come from. No one uh, dies from uh, cigarettes or uh, caffeine in my family. All right, Chunks, you're next up. Who did you write about? Intern Napier? Yeah, I got Napier. All right, these are where we'll be 20 years from now, according to our classmates here in the hideout. In 20, in 20 years, Napier will be toward the end of a horrid drug binge. He will have a falling out with his father and will have to be totally independent. He will also have to deal with his lost love. He will find the girl that he was going to marry, screwing a guy that he works with and considered a friend, believing that it's the end of the world. He contemplated suicide, but in the end was too cowardly to go through with it. So to cope, he will become the guy at the bar who will tell all of the younger kids about his sexual conquest, although in reality, the only sex he will have consists of pleasing himself to porn, which he steals from a cable descrambler. He'll be charged with sexual assault after he follows the underage busser into the ladies' bathroom during a drunken stupor and tries to grab her boob. But due to a uh, technicality, he will get off. Afterward, no. he, afterward, he will spend his time trying to make money by passing off baking soda as premium-grade cocaine. I don't know that I would necessarily agree with Napier's. I Chuck's do. view of Napier. I do see him... Uh possibly becoming an alcoholic with all the uh the problems he's had with getting made fun of as a child and now here i see him doing coke i don't see him drinking all that much but him trying to be a party guy with that spiked hair i could see maybe that. an e-tard yeah all right i could see that a little bit have you done any drugs before napier no comment you can comment on it go ahead come on i know you've done them who hasn't done them me I haven't either. Shut up, Dirty Howling. You're high now. Looking at you, trying to eat paper. Come on, Napier. What have you done? I've drank before and stuff. That's not drugs. It changes the way your mind works. All right, shut up, then. I hate you. Die in a car accident tonight. I wish it changed your mind. Yeah, then maybe you'd be entertaining. All right, here's mine on Sea Lane. <clears throat> All right. Sea Lane, of course, you know him from Sing Bitch. He's an unpaid producer here in the hideout. Looks just like John Candy. Yeah. Big, tall, chubby guy. Uh, clocking in at more than three bills, Candy Lane will have to pay extra for the seat on a uh, plane, train, or automobile. Oh. As a father of three, this twice-divorced top 40 afternoon disc jockey <laughs> will be forced to consider... Wait, wait, wait. Afternoons? Yeah. That's like... Primo spot. Uh, I, he has a little bit of talent. I said there was some positive stuff in it. Hmm. 
This twice-divorced top 40 afternoon disc jockey will be forced to consider a new line of work to pay for the mounting hospital bills from the quadruple heart bypass surgery and diabetes medication. Candy Lane will, however, continue his bi-weekly sing-along gigs with the hopes of finding wife number three, also known as sexual partner number three, since the only two women who have ever spread for him before he married, both times thinking he'd never find someone else to bang him. True. Now, I now that's not a bit, that's not a skit. I see you becoming uh, a disc jockey at some point, and I see you also holding on to the whole, you know, sing bitch, sing along thing that you do. And I know you're a virgin now, and I know the only way you're ever going to get some ass is by a drunken chick at one of these gigs. Knocking her up. And being a virgin at the age that you are now, as soon as a chick spreads for you... Yeah, you are going to... You're not going to let go, because you're not going to think you're going to be able to get another one. And then, on top of it, once you marry her and have have two kids, you'll find another younger chick at another one of these sing-alongs, and cheat on the first wife with the second wife, break up with the first wife, get with the second one, and eventually she'll leave you too. And that's the only reason you'll kick up, keep up the gigs. I, uh, does anybody disagree? Does that seem I, pretty right on? It seems I don't really have thorough. that much disagreement with it. Yeah. I, it's not an awful life. Always will be on the lookout for the future ex-Mrs. Seeley. Right. Throwing a couple bypasses in there. Yeah, know. well, I said yeah, that. Quadruple oh. bypass, oh. diabetes. And throw a couple by men in there, He too. will be John Candy. Remember in Home Alone when he was in that band and he's oh. like, yeah, I'm divorced twice. It's not Home Alone, is it? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Home it is. Alone. He's oh. in the polka group. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one that helps the, um, the uh, mom get home. Yeah. Nice, it's nice satin jacket. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, still three more. And then Bunny. Is she still here? Still here. All right, Bunny will come in. We ought to bring her in for eye candy while we wrap this up. Then we're going to hear her commercial begging for her first lesbian experience. Is it good? It's good stuff, dude. All right, we'll, do, we'll do that very soon in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, uh, 407-916-1041, open door in just about 30 minutes. Honestly, going around mm-hmm. and uh, seeing where we think our co-workers will be in 20 years from now. Pretty grim. It really is. Yeah. It, do you think it's grim because we know each other or we wish this upon each other? <laughs> I think uh, we know each other and uh, we think the worst is going to happen to each other. I don't know if we, we hope for the worst, but I think we think the worst of each other. I, I think we, we look at the faults of each other instead of the positive things. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to C-Lane next. Since I just wrote mine about his, uh, wrote mine mm-hmm. on him, let's see. You, had, you drew the assignment of writing about me. All right. It's 20 years later, and El Jefe is happily married. He has two kids, a son and a daughter. He hosts an afternoon drive talk show in Chicago called The Dro Show. Now 48 years old, Jefe spends most of his time on the radio talking about politics and how President Jenna Bush is screwing up the world. Jack Napier runs the talk and roll controls. Oh, God. Team Jefe. It all sounded great. Team Dro. (laughs) There's no way I'm keeping together... uh... Is that it? No. As for the hideout, Hefe took the show back to D.C. in 2008. He landed a pretty good syndication deal, uh, but increases in FCC fines led the show to be canceled in 2012. <laughs> However, due to the media frenzy covering the cancellation, he finally got his dream of taking the show to XM alongside pals Ron and Fez. And the show did well there until the XM's eventual demise in 2019. 
I... Often between heated political debates, he looks back on his days on the hideout with fondness. His friend, he fields calls from his old pal J-Dubs, who gives him words of encouragement and reminds him to talk about the Pussycat Dolls. I would Aww. do that for you. I would do that for you. That was nice. I want to throw up. What? I don't know. That was too touchy. Suck up. It was. was. No, that was great. I want to... You're good. You're My very boy. good. I still hate you and think you're going to have uh, awful, awful marriages yeah. and only sleep with three women. Um, all right, who's next then? Uh, let's see. We've had C-Lane for me. I think the only people left are Napier and Bateman. All right, Bateman. No, Chunk. No, no Chunks did his. Okay. It was just unmemorable. So we'll go with <laughs> Bateman on Chunks. All right, Bateman, let's hear yours. Chunks in 20 years. And this is actually just not even all that funny, just 100% serious. At the age of 45, Chunks will be living in Hardin, Virginia with his wife of many years. He will be oddly happy, even though he's fighting off the first stages of lung cancer. But he still smokes to dull the pain, but still won't eat sugar. His gut, is, his gut is slightly bigger, and he's just as furry, but he's saving up for liposuction. He gets up every day at 7 a.m., drives his Ford to his insurance business that he took over from his father. He often wonders what would have happened if he'd stayed in radio from his younger days. He's just happy to have no more staph infections in his back that look like vaginas. At least he wakes up with a smile on his face, and people in the neighborhood seem to like that helpful fellow, even if he is kind of a doofus like Kramer, minus the womanizing. Chunks at 45. I see that I one like too. That one. That one's good. I actually. Does that mean he's gonna quit soon? No. Hmm. Damn it. And he has no kids. They're just a little white dog. <laughs> he, I can see him with a little foo-foo dog. Because his wife won't sleep with him. Um. <laughs> well, I didn't get into specifics, but. And finally, here's Napier's to Bateman again. The writing assignment on where we'll be 20 years from now. I like how uh, so far it's only me and Chunks. It's gonna be good for. When, honestly, Mine isn't bad. We won't live for another seven Chuck's years. had lung cancer. How's that good? <laughs> and he still found love. All right, go ahead, Napier. You and Bateman. After a Your short dream. After a short career in the UFC, which lasted only one match, right, you're, due to, a, you're a suck up. I hate you. Due to the mutilation of an opponent who accidentally got his nose bitten off and later mysteriously disappeared, Tommy Bateman went on to open his own butcher shop, which was very successful for many years. People would come in all the time and ask why the meat was so unique and different from any other they've had before. That question was later answered when the F- by the FBI when they found that Bateman had been responsible for 90% of the missing persons in the area. While serving his life sentence, Tommy was never bothered by other inmates who normally targeted someone of his height. Part of the reason may have been his nickname, Biting Bateman. I hate you. Bored with the day-to-day life of prison, Tommy acquired an odd fascination with playing cards. He began to construct large card houses, nearly reaching the world record, which he would have obtained had an angry guard not knocked it down, saying, Psychos don't get world records. That card also mysteriously vanished and was found with the... And the only part of him that was found was a broken nail in Bateman's cell. Oddly enough, Bateman gained a lot of weight shortly after his disappearance, which was weird because he stopped eating in the cafe for a month. Recently after the incident, which marked the tenth year of his sentence, he was released for good behavior or maybe just because they didn't want his freaky ass around anymore. After his release, he got a DJ job at a local station playing songs that he loved and grew up with, which at this time were considered oldies. That's it. Now that's it? <laughs> oh, that's it. Actually, he made it through pretty well, though. I, I was expecting him to fumble a lot more. All right, Tommy, do you take offense or are you kind of flattered that Napier thinks you genuinely are a serial killer woman hater? 
It's, um... Hmm. Uh, would you mind that life so much if you were able to go out? I don't understand the butcher shop thing, other than, you know... It's humans, not uh, animals. Which I would catch on to immediately, knowing Tommy. Could you imagine? Although somehow part of me sees Tommy Bateman enjoying himself as a butcher. Just playing in blood, with knives. In on that, that, it's just the anger that he would get, holding just a, like stabbing things. Holding the T-bone, just dripping in his mouth raw. Just relieved, though. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens to his dog? The butcher shop. I didn't really think about that part. But it's a good thing you left, shop, it's yeah. a good thing you left the dog out. It's a very good thing you left the dog out. All right, Dubs, in the hideout right now, the hottest chick maybe we've ever had in here. Mm-hmm. Boys, let's give a round of applause for Bonnie who came in. She was in earlier this week. There's photos of her on RealRadio.fm and her first female kiss with Whoremouth. Who she didn't find hot at all. Which was great. She genuinely said she wasn't hot enough and ducked out of the back door before uh, they could... Uh, PJ and his girlfriend, Hormat. Oh, so they did get together. Could uh, end up cornering them, though. Not quite. Now, Bunny, from what I understand, you put together a little commercial talking about the perfect type of woman that you want because you're looking for your first sexual ex- experience with a woman, correct? Yes, I did. Okay. Now, you are the girlfriend of Heretic uh, Mike over there, card-carrying member. Of How long Heretic. have you guys been together? For like three months, but we've known each other since I was 16. Aww. Oh, that's the reason. Oh, my God, are young. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's so funny because Wednesday night after you guys were in, Matt and I, the whole drive home, genuinely just talked about what it would like, what it would be like to have sex with you, and and Matt was angry. That heretic Mike, <laughs> Why? Who's, who's wearing a Miller Lite shirt right now. Yeah. Hey. He loves Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, he was genuinely angry that heretic Mike was getting it. Why? And, and I was happy for him. I'm mm-hmm. like, he's a heretic. He's got a hot chick. I'm I'm proud of him. I think it's fantastic. Definitely. Why were you so mad, Matt? Because he's going to make her Britney. <laughs> In maybe three years, she's going to have two kids, and it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, They're, my God. She's going to have no chin like Britney. She's going to have a fat neck, and that ass is going to be gone. All right, stand up, stand up for a second, Bunny, so we can get a real yeah. good look at you. And she's got... Look at that. She's got her whore clothes on. Oh, holes in the jeans. In the jeans. All right, uh, yeah, and her butt. She turns around and wiggles her butt. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break and come I'll back. something at you. And we'll, we'll come back and we'll play the commercial, and we'll see if we have any takers and as we'll far play as snake charmer. the girls who maybe want to help you with your first girl-on-girl experience. All right? Wish me luck. <laughs> I don't think it's going to take much. No. Uh, ladies, if you're interested, there are already photos of her on realradio.fm. Under the hideout portion, her and whore mouth making out. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, wrap it up, hour three. Here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Um, Heretic Bunny is here with her heretic boyfriend, Mike. And. Damn, she's hot. Mm hmm. It's really tough to even talk. Yeah. Wait till you hear this commercial. Is it good? Uh, yeah. You listen to it during the commercial break. Is it arable? Uh, yeah. Okay. On Real Radio Dynafilm, there are photos of uh, Bunny, and she is looking to share her first full-on lesbian experience. Mm-hmm. Now, your roommate is here filming you. You guys are making a hurricane documentary. What is that? 
I guess just for the hurricane season, I just moved in with him, and he's just camcording everything that happens. Including to... showers and restroom scenes. Oh, of course. Got the bathroom door unlocked for him. Curf. Uh, <laughs> very good, though. Strong, smart. You seem like you were very open, Bunny, to a lot of stuff. Is that true? I'm very open. Yeah. I'm not shy. No, that's great. Yeah, you're perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here. I say. I say. Um, bully, bully. Now, <laughs> Louis, Louis. Now, Shut up. Yeah, you're ruining it. I'm sorry. So, Bunny, you um, how many guys have you been with in your past? Seven. That's not bad. That's not a bad number at all. Um, how old are you? Twenty years old. How long have you been having sex? Since I was fifteen. Oh, that's wow. Yeah, that's not bad at all. For being as open as you, yeah, that's not bad. For being as open as you are, I'd have figured you'd have been, you're a lot, you know, you'd be a lot more whorish. <laughs> no, but it's all right, though. No, yeah. it's good. Um, so Heretic Mike is uh, your boy, your current boyfriend. He's a good guy. How many abortions? None. None? Never. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> Would you? There's no, I don't believe in abortion. Aww. Oh, <laughs> right, so double up on the Strike one. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that, that's... All of a sudden, hmm. That's all right, though. One way to not get pregnant, lesbianism. Exactly. And a uh, tall staircase. So. <laughs> right shock, shock. Yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. Here is Herichick Bunny's commercial for a uh, for a female companion. I will say it's really hot, but then it's all her talking, but then the, I'll let you figure it out, but there's one part in it that just... Kind Puts of, it over the edge? No, it ruins the mood. Mm. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, right. Hi, my name's Bunny, and I'm 5'2", 110 pounds, with light brown hair, and I'm looking for a girl. I had my first girl-girl kiss on the hideout, and I want more. So listen, ladies, if you're a hot blonde who's at least 5'2", have big boobs and a nice big bubble of an ass, I want you. So email Chunk nice. at realradio.fm if you think you're hot enough to come down to the hideout and take my girl-on-girl virginity. <laughs> <laughs> that is hot. I love that. That's awesome. All right, here's what we need. We need to add something at the end. For photos, go to realradio.fm, just so we can drive people, because people need to know that there are pictures of her on the website. Oh, man, and she's good on the air, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. She has a sexy little voice. Would you like a job? Uh, boys, Matt, you're out. Sorry. That would happen. And Either her or hooch. Uh, and Bunny, you're in. So you really want a blonde, huh? Yes, I want a blonde. What about a blonde? All right, hold on a second. I think we found a love connection for you already. That was way too fast. All right, 407-916-1041, You're on the air. Go ahead. Bin Laden crossed his Rubicon. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Spaulding, how are you? How are you doing, Captain Spaulding? Well, really, I'm Major. All right, Major Spaulding, how are you? I'm okay. Got Mm. any basketballs? No, I don't. No. Was that particularly to hurt me? Yeah. You ass. <laughs> Beat it. All right, so maybe that's not uh, the first. He didn't sound like he was a blonde. No. All right, let's hear it one more time, and I'm just going to stare at her. Yeah, me too. Give me a little light. No. Please. No. 
Hi, my name's Bunny, and I'm 5'2", 110 pounds, with light brown hair, and I'm looking for a girl. I had my first girl-girl kiss on the hideout, and I want more. So listen, ladies, if you're a hot blonde who's at least 5'2", have big boobs, and a nice big bubble of an ass, I want you. So email chunks at realradio.fm if you think you're hot enough to come down to the hideout and take my girl-on-girl virginity. <laughs> a little giggle. Jesus that little giggle Christ. is great. Can we just loop that for the and, next hour? And I'll tell you what. Realradio.fm to see photos. There's nothing usually more annoying to me than a girl's giggle, but for some reason hers just gets at me that even more engorged. Uh, do you want to go tickle her dubs? All right. Yes. Are, are you oh, t- can someone tickle? Are yes. Are you not ticklish? No. Are you? <laughs> Come on, please. Okay. I'm just thinking about it. All right, where are you the most ticklish? I don't know. Ribs? Ribs are above her knee. Heretic Mike, step up uh, yeah. to the mic. Let's get some tickling going. Do you, uh, do you tickle her a lot? Always. I, wh- now, here's the funny thing. I tickle my chick a lot, too. She's very ticklish. And... I we, I don't like do it. Okay, maybe I'll do it. Here I just stick with the Dutch oven. Um, <laughs> but I will. I will. There is something fun about tickling a girl. Where is she the most ticklish? Being radio friendly, right, uh, right by her hips. All right. All right. Here's. I think I got a couple of spots that you may be very ticklish because that, that's where my chick is ticklish. Mm-hmm. Rib cage, depending. Then, actually, like the hip bone, and then. Uh, my chick has it like uh, Doogie uh, Tarantino's, um, like the, the, the hot buttons right, right here, there. Like right here. Mm. Damn. Let's get that going. <laughs> uh, let's get some tickling. <laughs> uh, would you be opposed to being tickled in front By of the heretics tonight? Oh, who's up first? <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, that's every how guy's many, dream. How many times up and said? <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Uh, all right. Now I guess we should start with the boyfriend. Now here's a very interesting thing. So you're not living with Heretic Mike? No, I don't live with Mike. Okay, that's good though, because you want to keep it fresh. But you're living with another guy who films you all the time. <laughs> yes. It's kind of odd. Have Have you had sex with him? No, it's Mike's best friend. No, for right, now. That's very hey, odd. For now. Yeah. Take it from me, dude. You're gonna get some. Yeah, for now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, take it from you. Um, <laughs> All right, so you don't mind being tickled tonight, then, huh? No, I guess not. <laughs> Even on the buttons? I I mean, I think that Mike should tickle you yeah. on the buttons. Yeah, yeah Huffy, I think you should. Oh. This guy... <laughs> I want to well, not Jay's like second, him, but though. I do. Yeah, I know, yeah, you don't want to like, but he's great. He's I mean, the, the best, best heretic. Best boyfriend ever. Yes. <laughs> best heretic ever. Move over, Howie. I don't care if you have a tattoo or not. You nothing. Uh, <laughs> Big uh, ball of nothing. I, I wonder if I could get this going. I wonder... Oh, man. I probably couldn't. I know what you're going for. I know. <laughs> no. Do you want to say it? I, go not in set. case I'm wrong. No, you go ahead, because I think you know where I'm going. You want your girlfriend to tickle her. Yes, vice and vice versa. <laughs> Do you think that yeah, she is. She's hot, but knowing her from the little I do know about her, no. <laughs> no. It's just tickling, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she See wants how to that be works on the out for you. <laughs> yeah, I know she wouldn't be on the air. But what if you two guys just in the back... It's not going to happen. Yeah. ...just tickled each other? <laughs> what is it about tickling? Am I the only one? I mean, you you understand it a little bit. It's not even like a sexual thing. It's no, it's just fun. It's, it's a power thing. 
More than anything, it's a power thing because when you start tickling them, I think it's more like just making a girl laugh in general. Like if yeah. you can make her laugh, it's like I think I have. It's sort of it's kind of a power in a way. It's like I have so, something that they makes her feel good, so I have a chance now. So we're gonna go for the ribs, the hips, and anywhere else. The 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 buttons. The buttons and the bacon strip. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go for all of them and see what, uh, what what's more ticklish. And by the way, the other thing, too, that I want to talk about, because Matt Albert is here along with his girlfriend. I would, I uh, I love her hair. The hair looks great, by the way. I, what I kind of want to talk about is how his room got all cleaned up. Oh. He even cleaned the bathroom. So, do you lay the plastic down? Uh, yes. So I'm wondering if maybe uh, tonight's the night he loses his tongue virginity. I'm it's like actual kissing. Just yes. kissing. I will right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. There's no way my... Damn it, man. Damn it. That'd be so hot. I want videos. And she's on her way up here, too. Not anymore. Yeah, I can she hear. She just turned around. Hear, hear the U-turn. Son of a bitch. It's a hideout. Road Radio open door next. Girl tickling. Next in the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout and the hair ticks the hair. <laughs> on, a, very, a very hetero night in the hideout. Unleashed on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, are, yes, please. Oh, baby. There no. are some hair ticks here, too. Kimmy looks pissed. I why? Don't know why? Because Bunny's getting all the attention. Aww. Um. <laughs> all, right, <she's... laughs> all right. Now here's what's going on. Just getting you caught up. I now worry for the. All right, you're an ass. As as heretic EJ from the U came in in his Shaquille O'Neal jersey. Well, he was wearing his hideout shirt over it, and I uh, just waited until we got in the air. Now I'm ripping up. Kind of gay. Kind of gay. Let's grapple, buddy. All right, so... I almost tore my calf muscle. Uh, all right, so heretic Bonnie, heretic Bonnie, you are looking for a female companion, and we're going to work on that. We're going to play that commercial over and over. We're going to find you a tall, uh, well-built um, f- you know, woman so that you can have your first girl-on-girl experience. Now, heretics, normally we goof on you guys for not being able to get chicks, but I think you guys need to look at Heretic Mike back there and see what you can become. And uh, yeah. laugh. Laugh, laugh if, all you like. Laugh if you want to, but uh, I would want to be Yuck now. it up, dummies. Now, here, now, here's the thing. I think I may have convinced my chick to uh, tickle Bunny and back and forth. I think that could be really hot. thing is we're going to have to do that after the show. Uh, oh, come on. I'm sorry. It's just going to be a little thing in my scion, in the back of my scion. <laughs> Way to advertise yourself. Uh, I've talked about it before. Whatever. It's no, There's no shame. Now, before we go, before we tickle Bunny, and you you are open to us tickling you, right? Sure. I honestly, not, not to be, you know... Chuck Jock. This really could turn in remnants of a scene from the accused. Yes! Uh, you know, like... Her lying down, 
Just being tickled. Yeah, instead of uh, pinball table. I think we Console. have to kill the video camera, though. Oh, uh, we did. Oh, there shall be no evidence. Oh, well, it's hers. <laughs> it's, it's her and her roommates. I mean, I don't care. You know. I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> funny. Now, as we look around, who all would you be willing to let you uh, let tickle you? I mean, obviously the hosts, mm. or hosts, Hefe. Hey. Third Mike, son or of Michael a bitch. Pick. All right. Heretic Mike. I like the idea of you being able to pick. What are you talking? Like you ain't never been here before. <laughs> um, heretic Mike, are there any heretics in particular that you would like to see get a get a shot at tickling your girlfriend who is incredibly hot? Maybe your girlfriend. All right, yeah, me too. Oh, you know what? A nice tickle from Big Hands would be fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just big hands, big hands. Look at those. Yeah, that'd be... She could, like, hide in his hands. <laughs> that is scary. Like a mouse. Right. Um, now, I see, too, just really quickly, that Matt Albert is, um, as usual, uh, his girlfriend is here, by mm-hmm. the way, Angel Jenny. Ooh. And... I hate that. <laughs> and during the commercial break, despite the fact that his girlfriend's here... A steal with two handfuls of uh, Chick-fil-A uh, chicken nuggets. Got to keep the routine. Let me ask you, though, Matt. Um, do you want to tickle? Would you be willing to tickle Bunny in front of your new girlfriend? Uh, I'll bite the bullet. You you, know? you will. Ew. I'll risk a fight. <laughs> all right, she's okay. And she's okay with. All right, she is okay with. Can it. she tickle? tickle too? <laughs> oh no! Nice. Can she tickle Matt while Matt's tickling her? No, they just tickle each other back and forth. It's tickling. A conga train of tickle. <laughs> Matt, where are you ticklish? I'm not ticklish anywhere. Yeah, yeah you, you are. are. How do you know? I, that's honestly, how do you know? That's one of the things I would like to know. No comments. <laughs> Commercial breaks get lonely. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> Misfit Matt, really quickly, you want to step up to the mic here in the open door policy? Yeah, why don't they tickle her as a couple, you know? They go out and you didn't... All right, groups now, do things. What do you think about that, Ed? All right. Group tickling. Wow. Group nice. tickling. Very good idea. <laughs> Bunny, are you scared at all? No, I'm not scared. <laughs> I would be, be if I were you. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I genuinely would fear for... I fear for your safety now. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's something we're going to do. But first of all, I do want to ask, uh, just for a brief moment, Matt, I know you cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a clean person. Not his hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still haven't found anybody that can cut black hair. Um, that's according to him. Yeah. Uh, I know you no, cleaned... it's black people hair. Uh, I know you cleaned up, uh, cleaned up like your room and your bathroom. Yeah. You planning on company tonight? No, you told me to vacuum, so I just did it. At 8.30 this morning, this son of a bitch is vacuuming. Never mind the fact that we work nights. I hadn't slept yet. It doesn't mean that I'm not sleeping, dude. All right? Do you really count? But, but Yes. But you, uh, you're you not planning on having someone over this evening? I, I, I hadn't planned it, but uh, it could happen. I don't know. Are you open to it at all, Angel Jenny? Come Coming on. back? All right, that's actually that's a grin. That's a grin of somebody. Does that get old? To not you? at all. No, no. not for a second. All right, now let me ask, what would you like to be tickled in, Bunny? Is there a particular outfit Nothing that you have? Casket. Um, <laughs> Are there particular, I mean, are you fine in that outfit? Do you oh, want to... I'm fine. Okay, all right. I'm just Unless checking. this isn't fine, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> Naked. Oh! 
I think you know what we want. I don't know if I don't know if naked tickling why not is appropriate with all these guys because then it could turn really nasty. That's what we hope for. Should we uh, tickle her in a hideout T-shirt? No. Is that it? It'll cover up so much. Sense. Yeah, I, well, here's the only thing, though. The hideout T-shirts are so big, we haven't gotten any chick shirts yet. Well, we put it over her, and then we play her like a puppet. We just no. reach right up. <laughs> right, not everybody's getting a go. What? Just right. me. How about you lay his topless on the table on top of a hideout T-shirt? No, I don't think... Right, here's what I'm thinking. Top of blood? And it's up to you, Heretic Mike. <laughs> it's all your call, bro. And it's your... I guess you have a say, too, in it. Fine. You guess? <laughs> Maybe. I'm thinking uh, underwear tickling. I'm thinking you're still covered, you know what I mean, and you're in your undies. It's up to you, though. Heretic Mike? It's up to her, like you said. Jesus, this guy. Is <laughs> All right, it's fine with her. Oh, things are going to get bad. <laughs> Look at these boys. Camera phones put away, you degenerates. <laughs> I think Wookie actually, if he yeah. seems like he'd do something weird. <laughs> that is true. Wookie, all right, Wookie actually Like banished. attend? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He can stay. Come on. Boo. Boo. All right. I think we take a break. We come back. Where would you like to be tickled? I think on top of the table is too much. Mm. I think maybe Fun? <laughs> maybe we have you stand. Should she stand? Should she lay back in one of these chairs? I think she should be braced so she doesn't fall over. All right, so maybe she lays back in one of these chairs. Mm. Oh, boy. Tommy, do you want to go? It That's feels a- like a frat party. <laughs> <laughs> Who's first? It's the Duke lacrosse team. Uh, Cleanest guy first. Let's go. Oh, oh come on. What? I just, I just said the accused a second ago. What? Um, all right, we'll think about it, and we'll figure out. And again, ladies, Bunny, uh, beautiful on RealRadio.fm, looking for her first girl-on-girl experience. And uh, are you the one? you got to be above 5'2". you got to have big boobs and a nice ass. And um, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Stay tuned. It's the Hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Alright, Friday night, the Hideout, Heretics here, Open Door Policy. Only radio show with balls enough to let you in the studio. Uh, 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Open Door Policy brought to us by Taco Bell, providing Heretics with vouchers. Thank you to Taco Bell. Insomnia has its advantages. Because Taco Bell is open late. Um, all right, before we get to the tickling with Bunny, I do want to, uh, we got a hair tick here on the phone. Uh, let's, big hearty round of applause for Big Dave Boo. in the 407. What's going on, Big Dave? Oh, not much. Uh, I was going to try to make it open to a pause tonight, but uh, unfortunately I had to uh, beg my mom to borrow a truck because I almost got arrested this morning for driving without a motorcycle license. Um, I, pulled over. I got pulled over and only because I was in my uh, security uniform. The cop told me he could arrest me, but he's going to let me go for this time and just give me some tickets. How's the... No fines or anything. Oh, I'm not going to go to court for him now. How's your girlfriend? She's doing great. Everything all right? Oh, everything's awesome. We uh, we just uh, started talking about getting married here. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to bring her up into the studio? Uh, I don't know. I've been trying to get her to go, but she's a little, I don't know, scared about going. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. You're all for it. All right, big thing. Thanks. 
Ah, big Dave, always bringing up the mood. All right, let's move over to... Uh, Pure electricity, that man is. Yeah, let's move over to Bunny. Now, Bunny is here, beautiful 20-year-old, five foot two, 110 pound. Um, just hot chick. I mean, it's just like... I, I think she's a nine and a half. She would be a ten if she had bigger boobs. That's part, well, got to be honest. Sorry. You know, my apologies. What? Nine and a half isn't bad. Exactly. So, um, Bunny, you said you would, would be willing to be tickled here in the hideout, right? Oh. Yeah, bring down, no, bring them down a little bit, all right? I don't want to be completely creepy. So, um, you say you'd be willing to be tickled in your underwear. Yeah. All right. All right that's all. All right, so Let's get to it. Why don't you go ahead and uh, take your... Take your clothes off. Yeah, take the lights down a little bit more. Just Tom, a little bit. Tommy doesn't need to see. Dubs does, though. I can't see because not Hefe's head is in the way. <laughs> That's a huge problem. Pumpkin. Every way I move, he moves exact same way. Whoa. All right. <laughs> what? All right, now, Matt. What? Matt, you got to control yourself because your girlfriend's right here. You can't just go, oh, jeez, oh, what? when your chick's in the room. Mine's in the other room. I can do that. There I'm at least has to, to be one room separation. I'm new to this. All right. Learning curve. Um, now, who would who would you like to have tickle you first, um, Bunny? I say... doesn't matter. He's already directing her. I think it should probably be... Big hands. Big hands. Are you okay with big hands tickling you? Heretic Mike, are you okay with those big hands? Alright. Do you want to? Alright. Ribs. Go for the ribs. Just go for the ribs. Come on, hold on. Let me uh let me pull you over. In her high chair. Alright, no, 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 no. You don't tickle with your pants down. He's taking his pants down. That's the way you tickle at your house? Okay. Uh, your poor son. I know. Poor little hands. Alright, let's uh let's hear the tickling of big hands and the ribs with Bonnie. All right, she loves it. That was a pretty good reaction. Good job, Big Hand. All right, who would like to go? And Big Hand's now literally sitting down as fast as he can, just because he doesn't want to poke anybody's eye out. We need someone to really get her laughing. Matt? What? Would you and your girl like to uh, tickle next? Sure. All right. I like how you just... Sure. Sure. All right, Matt, come on up. I have to. All right, let's make room for Matt. It's like she had chicken nuggets in her panties. <laughs> All right. Chicken nuggets in her panties. That's... Somehow it still didn't ruin it. Um, no. All right, where would you... Where are you going to tickle, Matt? Where are the options? You got... You get, you get to pick it. So you can do hips... No. Hips, <laughs> ribs. I think hips and ribs are your options. I'm going to go hips. Yeah. All right, he's going to go hips. Shocking. And his right he's never front seen of his, his girlfriend. Own. All right. All right, here we go. What part of the hips? The inside. Right, like right there. Come on, man. Hold on. He's never touched a girl. Yeah. He's barely kissed his girlfriend. All right, here we go. Come on. Ah! Oh. Boo! Boo! Hey, 
nothing's happening. All right, get out of here, Matt. You well, I can do the gay stuff. You poor thing, Angel Ginny. I don't know. <laughs> I like little boys that was and a, little girls. That, that, that was, was the a, worst thing ever. That was the saddest display that I've ever seen. Does I, anybody here think they got what it takes? Well, I can do the gay stuff. All right, hold on. Heretic Mike, why don't you step up and show them how she should be taken? I think you should show us how happy. You first. Come on up. You're the boyfriend. I want to show. I want you to show how she should be tickled. I want to get her going. I really have issues with my girlfriend watching me tickle her. Then tell her to hit the bricks. All right, here we go. Let's. All right, here we go. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. No, don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> the way she got her boyfriend to stop was, by, was by flashing. Oh, Christ almighty. Uh, She's the perfect woman. Should we have a tickle contest between Napier and Sea Lane? The answer? Yeah. What do you think about that? All right, Sea Lane, would you like a tr or uh, Napier? Would you like a try? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? All right, come, come on, on, Doug. Yeah, get on, Doug. I didn't watch the show, but I, uh, I understand it. I'm not Lieutenant. gonna. I'm not gonna take a photo so you can batch later. All right, go ahead and let me hear you tickle, Napier. Pretend she's Patty right, Mayonnaise. Hold on a second, though. He's already sweating. Like he has sweat and gel going down oh. his face. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's Whatever see. oil slick. Come on. Be somebody, you sons of bitches. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, that was awful. You're such a fruit. All right, C-Lane, come on over. You guys are a bunch of disappointments. And he just leaves like he's out. <laughs> Literally with the... And stepping out. He needs some cold water. Stone cold style. I think right. Tommy should get it. Yeah, I, I think Tommy. He's the best at this. How you... At the best at tickling. What? Yeah, I know. All right, Tony Shh. Tony in the 321 here in the hideout. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, man? You guys doing it all wrong, man. How you got to do it? You, you got to be doing the chunk style of tickling, man, where you tickle the back of her throat. All right. <laughs> With a thermometer, yeah. a thermometer, um, 407-916-104. Are, are, are now, let me ask you, heretics, are we in any way, like, over-hyping her? I mean, is she as hot as we built it? Okay, yeah, you, so yes, then, she is as hot. All right, look at Raphael saying, you lying bastard, you fat, tubby liar. Um, all right, I say we take a break. We come back. Mm -hmm. I think it's then next the trilogy of tickling. Yes. Dubs, Bateman, and myself. All right. And we and you grade us and see who does the better job. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. And that open door policy heretics here. Time to wrap up the tickling of Bunny. Take her girl virginity, ladies, if you mm -hmm. want. If you're blonde over 5'2", big boobs, go for it. Does Chunks even want to turn? He does, he looks like he has no interest in a girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's completely... Uh, Mo. Mo. 
It's so gay. All right. Dubs, will you want to, uh, the trilogy of tickling? See you want who me does to start? Best? I think you should start, then Tommy, then me. Wrap it up. As we come in and we try to tickle Bunny. USA. USA! 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 It's so scary with you and your Milwaukee's Beast shirt on chanting USA. I feel like Matt and I should be running for cover. Big hands, too. All right. Um, here we go. Dubs, you now. And remember, you're grading on who does the best, Bunny, okay? So come on up. Bunny, beautiful. Hey, let's play Bunny's commercial one more time for those people just now tuning in so they get an idea of uh, what she looks like. Hi, my name's Bunny, and I'm 5'2", 110 pounds, with light brown hair, and I'm looking for a girl. I had my first girl-girl kiss on the hideout, and I want more. So listen, ladies, if you're a hot blonde who's at least 5'2", have big boobs, and a nice big bubble of an ass, I want you. So email chunks at realradio.fm if you think you're hot enough to come down to the hideout and take my girl-on-girl virginity. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's... Uh... All right, Dubs, it's now time to see how well you tickle Bunny. Understand the chance. I don't get it. Alright, Tommy, can you top that? How was that? Was that pretty good? It was rough just like I like it. There we go. I'm glad Tommy didn't get to hear that because he would uh yeah, you leave with broken ribs. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. His nipples are hard. <laughs> Uh-oh. Tommy Bateman ready to tickle. Hefe's mic is out. Oops. <laughs> Ooh. Hey now. All right, Tommy Bateman, let's see you tickle. You like it rough, huh? <laughs> Just don't knock me over. How do you like it? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out now. <laughs> 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 I like it. It's rough. Tommy. 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 Ow. Ow, yes. She said she wants to run. <laughs> Alright, who was better, Tommy or Dubs? I don't know, I'm gonna have to wait. Alright. He did it rough, he did it too rough, but he put my hair at the end. So. That's good. And she likes that. Alright, she liked the hair being pulled. I, I can't do this with my chick looking at Why? me, dude. It's not right. Boo. What do you mean, boo? <laughs> Team Bunny, come on! No. All right, you gotta turn around. <laughs> you gotta turn around. She can tickle me first to despair. I want her to tickle you, but she doesn't want to. Aww. Aww. 
right, scoot up. All right, you boys all went for ribs. The ribs, yes. I'm going to go for hips. All Perfect. right. And see if it changes. I'm going to take my headphones off. All right, you ready? <laughs> Red Rocket. Ready, set, Mom, Oh, you hooker, come on. Love it, you skank. Love it. Look at me. Look at my eyes. Come on. Come on. Damn you. Look at you with your tube top on, you big sissy. You shut it. All right, spit in her face, Chance. I can't spit on her. Why? That's battery. I would have if she was single. All right, what did you think? How did I do? You did good, but I showed you, like, the spot, and you, no one went for it. Yeah, well, my chick is here. I would have gone for it, but my chick is here. I mean, I wouldn't have gone for it even. Oh, no. so. you're, you're digging yourself a hole. Damn you guys. <laughs> All right, so rank us in order. Who did the... Yeah, honey, you can turn back around. And yeah, I told her that a few seconds ago. It didn't happen. Oh, oh you're kidding. No, 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 no. After it was over. Oops, my zipper was down. Uh, what? It fought its way out. Oh, God, that's not good. All right. Screw you guys. What the hell? What I haven't done for you isn't enough. All right. So who was the third best? Who, gets, who came in last place? Who gets the uh, the bronze? I say you. Aww. See? See, I wasn't good. Is that okay? <laughs> I was no good, right? Yeah, he didn't want it. Yeah, I, I, could you tell I wasn't into it? Exactly. See, I wasn't into I was looking at you the whole time. So... No, but... No, no. <laughs> All right, who was second best? I don't know his name. Tommy does. The short one? Oh, yeah, the short uh, guy. So who ends up winning? USA! 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 What's with the USA chant? I don't understand it. Oh! Let's take a break, come back. Heretics will do the headlines game show. Wrap it up on a Friday night. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. You just know that's her whole life. That's exactly what it is. Congratulations. I forgot my money. Okay. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> all right, here comes uh, Misfit Matt. Misfit Matt, which category would you like? Uh, Local. All right, here's local news for Misfit Matt. Heretic in the hideout. Local is also true or false. A new bill was passed by lawmakers in Gainesville today, which banned people from wearing pants that sagged. Uh, Phantom Fireworks tomorrow, 12 oh, to 2, Daytona Beach. <laughs> Noon to 2. Yeah, he's a winner. Everybody, go see that. I'll be out there hanging out, food, fun, more, and uh, Heretic t-shirts. So. Uh, the new Heretic t-shirts. Yes. So. Anybody else want to play the game for real instead of throwing in the plug? No, they don't. Come on over, Link. Uh, why, don't, why don't we just... Right, just go ahead and go with local. Repeat it again, uh, Napier. A new bill was passed by lawmakers in Gainesville today, which banned people from wearing pants that sagged. True false. or false? False. Yeah, actually, it didn't pass. It did not pass or it did pass? It, it did, did not. not pass. Oh, all right. Well, that's actually good news. I wanted to talk about that a little. Isn't that 
trend over the whole sagging and no not for me yeah you're right no, i have no ass yeah that is part of it um all right who uh, wants to be next to, uh, to step up jim jam all right we'll get to you in a second jimmy jam as president of the heretics which category would you like to roll with my friend oh what did he say again entertainment or something all right entertainment's there <laughs> all right Entertainment is multiple choice. A big screen adaptation of the popular TV show Magnum P.I. is in the works. Who will play Magnum? A. Bruce Willis. B. Ben Affleck. C. Luke Wilson. Or D. Owen Wilson. Oh. Uh, I'd say... Tom Selleck. C. Uh, is it Ben Affleck? Yes. Oh, my God. What no. a crappy choice, huh? I mean, he's the only one who, out of all of them, could looks, pull off the character. Look, at like, least looks wise. Mm. Get the big bushy mustache. I could definitely see it going on. I hate Ben Affleck, but, and I love Magnum. But why though? Why Magnum PI out of all the movies? I mean, I don't it's think Miami Vice is going to do well. They need to remake like A Team or something they like are, that. They are. More importantly, who's playing Higgins? Mike Tyson's going to be playing. Uh, Shut up! I swear to God, that's right. horrible. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, well, maybe I'll just... I Matt Albert would play Mr. T. Mm. I don't know why. All right, who's next up? The pain fool that takes the McNuggets. All right, <laughs> step up to the mic. Your heretic name and which category you like. Fishman. <laughs> heretic Fishman? There we go. Uh, give me entertainment. Uh, we just already had. Uh, you got world, national, or sports? Give me sports. All right, sports. Sports is true or false. Tiger Stadium in Detroit will be torn down in order to build a little league field. False. True. Uh, my apologies. They're gonna they're gonna tear down the legendary Tiger Stadium. Not not just for like, they're gonna leave most of it up. They're just gonna renovate it, put like mall area in there, and just uh, other other kinds of things. All right. You know what's funny? This guy didn't even want to play. He just wanted to use that mic so he could be next to Bunny. I saw. I also saw him take a peek down. Why I, not? Why wouldn't you? All right. Let's go over. We'll go to some of the people on the phone and uh, try to wrap this thing up here on a uh, Friday night in the hideout with the hideout, hideout headlines game show. Mikey in the 407. World or national news? What do you want to end it up with? National. All right, here we go. National's multiple choice. A man in Texas was arrested for sprinkling crack on what food product? <laughs> a, ice cream, B, nachos, C, salad, or D, a cheeseburger? Mm, I'm going to go with nachos. Ice cream sundae. Oh, uh, so was that supposed to be part of the whipped cream, or the, the nuts? What is that? Right, sprinkles. Uh, and probably give it to a kid. So give me more details on that. What ends up happening? Does he get busted, or like how do they discover it's crack? Well, he had a baggie of it out, and like a waitress <laughs> saw him, and he's just sprinkling it. Yeah. Right. Good for him. I guess. I mean, you got to have your fun. Um, and we'll wrap it up here with Chris in the 407. Are you ready, Chris? Yo, let's do it. All right, you left with world news. Right. World is multiple choice. Health officials in Canada were concerned when a case of what deadly disease was reported? A, Ebola, B, avian flu, C, malaria, or D, bubonic plague? It's the bird flu, man. Good job. You're a winner. Congratulations, Chris. So where exactly is it in Canada? Ottawa. They found it in, uh, like a gosling, you know, baby goose. Which disease you fear most, Dubs? AIDS. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The high five? Yeah. That that one is like the. This is the biggest killer right now. I remember reading uh, the Hot Zone, mm-hmm. like about Ebola, and just thinking, man, AIDS seems like a cakewalk compared to this. 
It, whatever happened to a bullet just kind of fell off. Same with uh, with like stars, all that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like here, it's gonna be real big. It's the next big hit, and then all of a sudden it just goes away, and you wonder what happens to it. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, well that's just about gonna do it. I lost my voice yelling at Bonnie, calling her a skank and a whore. Do you want to pull? Yeah. Oh, and don't, not to mention my chick is mad at me. <laughs> Aw. Why? I just tickled. It's tickles. It's tickly tickly. Dubs did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I gotta get in trouble. Aw. Oh. I know he's an ass. I know you really should just, you know, not oh, talk to him. Come but... on. Oh, damn, I left my mic on. Uh, Matt? Yeah, sure, you can call me. <laughs> Whoops. Damn it. Matt? You got any big plans for the weekend for you and the new girlfriend? It's gonna get it I on. I don't know. I'm not sure. Why? Do you feel She's like... a little disappointed from the tickling thing. All right, so it's yours a... is disappointed in the tickling. Mine's mad. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Where's the fair? Both of you guys are in not good shape. <laughs> all right, well, we're headed out to the secret location to drink a lot of beer and have a lot of fun. Thank you to all the heretics who came up tonight. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Fritz from Hungry Howie's for the pizza. It's the Hungry Howie's in Longwood on 434-407-834-5050. Pizza and wings for the heretics. Very nice of you, man. We appreciate that. And uh, SBK Live tomorrow. Dubs, where are you going to be? I'm going to be at Phantom Fireworks from noon to 2, Daytona Beach. Come on out. Food, fun, and excitement. And the new... USA! 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 Ho! <laughs> what? SBK Live. SBK Live tomorrow. Then you got the Monsters in the morning on Monday. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Mo. You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you.